Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to The Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them. Today, we are joined by two very special guests. Uh, it's Liam James and Liam Banks from the They're Queer podcast. Hello. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. I completely Hi. bypassed introducing my co-host, Mr. Andy Conduit Turner. Um, you also... <laughs> Before you did that, you bypassed introducing yourself. Very confusing if it's your first. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) Overall a success then. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, Yeah. And I'm Ben Errington. There in a nice reversed introduction there. In many ways, honoring our guests and respecting our regular listeners. So you're welcome, everybody. Mm. That's true. We got there in the end. All of the bases were covered just in the wrong (laughs) order. And that's fine, right? Yeah, it is. As long yeah. as you do everything event right eventually, that's fine. Luke's not here, everyone, by the way. He's um, not poorly, <laughs> he's just busy. He's not poorly, just busy. He might be poorly. No, he's not. He's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're reviewing a movie today called The Burning, and we're all potentially burning from the inside out because the temperatures yes, in the am. UK... <laughs> yes. <laughs> temperatures in the UK are astronomical sweating from every orifice and stuff has everybody coped nicely has everybody got everybody got fans aimed at their shins yeah. i've turned mine off in respect of the podcast but oh, no. talcum powder in places i've never put talcum powder before <laughs> get the talc out yeah uh, I just hit the fan back on. I've got my fan on for. I've got no respect for the podcast. I can't even well, do the intro. Probably. Guys, I, I gave you the intro, so the fan's going back on. Okay, the fan's back on. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Modern technology can filter that stuff out, and if not, you've just hit the ASMR white noise market. So all uh, good. I'm just gonna start doing stuff with my hands on hairbrushes and yeah, weird shit that happens. <laughs> I'm gonna eat park. a giant pickle. Oh, <laughs> good lord! It's awful. What about the ASMR stuff? 
Do a bit of whispering. <laughs> a giant pickle. Wow. Uh, yeah, so thanks for joining us, uh, Liam's. Uh, Thank you so you much like for be, having do us. Like, do you like to be referred to as Liam's, or do, are you strictly against that? Um, no, you can I call mean, me whatever you want. I'm not fussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, that, I mean, also that. I mean, um, I mean, I won't do that. You know, uh, I think yeah, t- Liam's is fine. I suppose. Yeah, it, yeah. You'll have to tell us at the end of the podcast which you think is the better Liam. But I'll let you guys oh, decide. Okay. <laughs> yeah. oh. Thank Liam's at the end. <laughs> Thanks, Liam's. Which one's your favourite? Bye. See you later. <laughs> and in the end, we were all Liam's. In the end, That's we're the all twist. Liams together. Yeah. We were the Liams all along. It's the Liams you make along the way that are important. <laughs> That's it. It sure is. Uh, so, oh, well, yeah, I guess. So, Dare Queer is a monthly podcast powered by Super Freak Media Podcast Network discussing queer themes, perspectives, and creators in the horror genre. Uh, how long have you guys been doing your podcast? What kind of uh, inspired you to get started talking about horror movies? Uh, I suppose, well, you go. He thinks he's the better Liam. You go. Well, <laughs> there's definitely a power balance going on. Yeah, power yeah. I don't. I don't think. Um, no. I, know. Um, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, it started um, almost a year ago now, which is like very exciting. And um, we've worked together and been friends for like a decade. So it I was. Know, just... We realised that just a few days ago. Oh, yeah. Like that's insane. We've known each other that long, but so it was yeah. kind of just uh because i wanted to start up my own podcast um but i don't one didn't know what i was doing um and um it's not fun just me talking on my own so we you know it's just fun that we had somebody to bounce back and forth with so yeah uh liam approached me and was like let's do this thing and i got really excited and yeah it sprung from there liam can probably expand on that further I mean, yeah, that, no, that was pretty much it. I think um, last it was kind of last September was our first episode, and um, we'd we just kind of we were still running the No Goals Allowed podcast uh, over at Super Freak Media, and I don't know, queer horror was always something I was super interested in, and I didn't really notice any UK voices on the subject. There was a lot of US mm. podcasts, and obviously everyone's experience in the community is a different one anyway. So it was, I think it was fun. Obviously, I knew the other Liam. Um, for us to just get together and essentially if you listen to the podcast it's just us having a chat for like an hour or two about mm. a film that sometimes is very tentatively a queer film <laughs> we uh we have reached in a couple of I, those episodes <laughs> i managed to make the best allegory about the blair witch projects and i'm still proud as all living hell about that so yeah i made the yeah, blair witch well. gay you made the blair witch gay can you can yeah. please please explain Oh yeah, a preview for everyone. It's a, I say that it's an allegory. It's like a dark twisted version of the Wizard of Oz and that each mm. of the survivors going through the woods are looking for like a heart, a brain, etc. A map, yeah. they look for that for quite a while. And a map, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if yeah. you said a map or a man then and I was like, well, there's the gay. <laughs> but yeah, nailed it's, it. I think with a lot of horror films, sometimes you go into them, you don't expect there to be certain, you know, queer themes, and then they, then there are like unexpectedly, and then there's also like this whole, um, there's a whole discussion already going on about that. I mean, I didn't see A Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two 
until very, very recently. And since then, I've, I've been watching documentaries about like the themes within that movie. And I recently watched Never Sleep Again and the themes of that movie. And then the main actor is gay as well. And I didn't know any of these things, mm. but then suddenly there's this, this like this whole world that, that just sort of opens up and um, that you find out so much about. So. Yeah, we try, we try yeah. and get into like the theory side of things uh, quite a lot, but we try not to take it too seriously. Um, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of tragedy uh, involving queer themes. So we just try and have a laugh with it all. Um, mm. That's not to say we don't go deep into it. And yeah, we just, we try to have a lot of laughs. Um, and it's also become a love letter, not just to horror, um, but to Kelly Rowland too. Um, I just I, I am like, wondering if you're going to get Kelly Rowland in this episode if, if it's going to go as far as when we guest on other people's podcasts we also I, she's everywhere she's omnipotent <laughs> omnipresent <laughs> she, she's everything all at once you did she's... communicate uh, with me on Twitter earlier using an image of Kelly Rowland you did and, and uh, you responded with one which made me very happy responded with one but I know exactly what scene and I even know exactly the line that that yeah. image is from <laughs> I'm getting it tattooed. I've already said it on our podcast, but I'm getting it tattooed. I love it. It was Incredible. from Freddy vs. Jason, uh, Andy. Let's say it's got to be Freddy vs. Jason. Is the bit where she gives Freddy a real dressing down about his yes. choice of outfits? Absolutely. I, well, yeah, I literally exactly had a, that. I had a message today asking us when we're going to do that that episode because I think. I think the people want it, Liam. So I think we've got to give them what <laughs> they need. Happen. <laughs> as soon as soon as I. As soon as Kelly's people get back in touch with me. <laughs> I think that's it. The long-term ambition is that Kelly Rowland will one day appear on the podcast. So should do like way. A, live, a live read of those. Uh, oh my God, those. that would bring a me. A so live dramatic in reading. Fact, I, I, will, I will give a written permission to say it as well. Yeah. I will literally. <laughs> like, can't be cancelled if you've been given permission. Just right. this once. Like, just for all time's sakes. Here's... <laughs> written permission i've got it signed by the council elders like... you could say cancel, you can do it cancel proof That's yeah great. i mean to be fair oh, though wow. to kelly freddie krueger did start it pretending to pinch her nose like that exactly what a childish prank uh also the, the only way to officially get hold of kelly Rowland is to message her on microsoft excel if you remember on the <laughs> And then that's the only way. It's the only way she will respond. I have so much uh, time for that joke and that reference. So me it's like, too. <laughs> me too. Incredible. Uh, yeah. Before uh, we move on from Kelly Rowland, I, I take it this will come up episode one where she was mentioned. We all appreciate how well she can do the sound of a sonar pulse, right? In that entire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Every time I listen to Nellie Kelly, I uh, always think I'm on the hunt for Red October. It's great. <laughs> it always, it's so weird. Of all things it reminds me <laughs> of, it reminds me specifically of the sonar sound in the 66 Batman movie. <laughs> like it really, oh. really reminds me of that, <laughs> of all things for it to remind me of. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. we, said, uh, we said no tangents, um, but... Here we are. <laughs> You've Tangents. had a plethora of uh, references yeah. there. Oh, well, so we... oh, yeah. So if, if we haven't sold it to you already, we talk about horror films, Kelly Rowland, and we also discuss <laughs> um, real-life horror, but in the way of um, hookups. So we talk about um, gay dating apps such as Grindr. Other apps are available. Um, 
<laughs> and we want to hear people's real life hookup stories. And sometimes they're gross, sometimes they're funny. And we've just most recently had quite a heartwarming one, <laughs> which was I mean, it, it was, was pretty surprise. gross. Unexpected. Heartwarming, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gross. Was, yeah, it was a lot. Gross. <laughs> and eventually interesting uh to be fair tangents are definitely allowed in the intro to the podcast uh that's fine if this if you don't like them that's your problem plus there's time codes time codes are plenty enjoy those time codes in the description you can skip right through to the to the (laughs) why would anyone want to to skip let's let's be honest if what you're here for is the film school scrap it film university level (laughs) analysis that we get into here Let's face it, with introducing podcasts, if you're here in this far, it's not what you're here for. None of us went to film school. We are the ones to tell you which horror character is most like Zippy from Rainbow. What is a summer instrument and what is a winter instrument? It's what, it's, what it's all about. Mm. How, to, how Kelly Rowland communicates. Uh, we've made an assumption. Liam, did you guys go to film school? I, I Well, I went to university. Film uh, university. And, and studied film and video production. So, yeah, I guess. I guess I'm again, that uh, not again, not again, Andy. We've got to stop inviting people who have got more qualifications in talking about movies than us. And I eventually, I, I did a degree in theatre. I know fuck all. It's all <laughs> there we go. You can bring you can bring the level down just slightly then. If that's all right. And the tone. Yeah. <laughs> and the tone. The thing is, the film, the thing you qual- the thing you qualify in and study in doesn't necessarily mean my degrees in criminology ain't Batman. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. No. Exactly. And we are talking about this film as well on yeah, this yeah. episode. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll quickly jump into some horror news. There's a few little bits knocking about out there that I thought was worth mentioning. Uh, Matt and Ross Duffer, the Duffer brothers, after the success, well, we're going to call it success of Stranger Things, Volume uh, Series 4, Volume 1 and 2. What am I talking about? Uh, the crew, <laughs> they've launched a new label with Netflix titled Upside Down Pictures, and there are several hot projects already on the menu, including a Stranger Things spin-off series, an adaptation of Stephen King's The Talisman, which if you're eagle-eyed, you'll notice that Ooh. a certain Lucas was reading from uh, oh. right, right, right at the end. Um, and also a live-action version of Death Note, which I think already exists, doesn't it? Wasn't it like already yes, a series? There is, now? there is, yeah. So I'm yeah. guessing maybe which Netflix did, I'm sure as well. So yeah, interesting. I don't think I don't think it was received very well, was it? An original yeah. series from the creators of Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance as well. Uh, yeah, so this could be interesting. What would you What would you want? I guess the main question here is, what would you want from a Stranger Things spin-off? Who would you like to see included, and what sort of time period? Uh, I'd just like to fill the life and times of Jim Hopper. Um, so <laughs> yeah. th- from the moment of, let's just say from the age of 18 um, up until the bit where we're married, um, <laughs> we, have a, we have a couple of dogs and cats together. Uh, no, um, I'd, I'd quite like to know more about um, like the government stuff. Like, I don't want mm. to follow a specific character. I'd quite like to see, like, all the MK Ultra stuff. Um, mm. I think yeah. that'd be really cool. Yeah. How about... No, I agree. An X-Files I... set in the Stranger Things universe. That is I 100% guess, what I'd be A crossover I would love. I want Gillian Anderson in it, basically. Gillian Anderson yeah. could be in anything, and I'd, uh, I'd be happy with it. I know, oh, I, think, yeah. I think Finn Wolfhard had 
some kind of suggestions or input on this spin-off series so mm. I, i'm interested to kind of like see what what where it's going to go i think we said on our episode um that we i personally <clears> wouldn't <throat> mind seeing like a uk perspective of it obviously but being from the uk i think there's there's a nice opportunity for us to see kind of that side of it i don't know if these portals to the upside down are going to appear anywhere else i just think mm. it'd be, be pretty cool well i'd say that Derby, where I am at the moment, is pretty close to hell. So um, yeah, that's a good a place as any to set up. Yeah. From Tamworth originally, so there's ash and skies there for days. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I'd like to see um, either good old Will, I'd like to see him actually get a game of D&D. You could animate that just like a oh. cool D&D or like an, you know, an Eddie-led like D&D campaign. Just little side stories, no stakes because they mm. are just playing a game. Just a fun little story yeah. of these characters role playing as other characters in a D and D game. You could animate it, or um, assuming that everything goes fine in season five, Jim Hopper just settling down as a detective um, and doing like Mrs. Fletcher level solving a crime. Just a weekly yeah. low stakes. Yeah. <laughs> <Absolutely>. Jim Hopper. <laughs> yeah. I'll be up for that. I mean, any yeah. any chance to spend more time with these characters, I think, without thinking who's going to die and, mm. you know, because that well, was that was like a, a a weight that was definitely on me through, throughout the whole of season yeah, four. If we it, was it was stressful. It was very yeah. stressful. Stephen <laughs> Robin having different jobs like the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind actually seeing Steve fully just settle down and have a family. Like, I'd be down for that. I'd love yeah. to see that. I want That'd to see. Nice. I want to see Bobby. What was that? I want to see the Demogorgon version of Mr. Bobby. Like, <laughs> that would bring me so much joy. <laughs> just imagine, like, the gates of the upside down opens. You just hear blobby, 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 blobby. blobby. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I want. <laughs> no one talks about how terrifying Mr. Blobby actually was. Like, yeah. 100% legitimately yeah. terrifying. He was just. It was chaos, okay. chaos, chaos personified. Oh, um, it's giving me chills just thinking about it. Do you remember <laughs> there was like Eldritch was... being chaos personified? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Lovecraft, Lovecraft definitely created that one. Gaze at him too long and fall into madness. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a. Does anyone remember like a TV show about Mister Blobby that was almost like, uh, almost like Mister Bean, where he would just go yeah. somewhere and he had a shit. family. Yeah, he yeah, he had a family. He had baby yeah. Bobby and Mrs. Bobby, yeah. yeah. Don't, because I'm going to Google bo- it and, and this is going to give me Bob- nightmares. And a Bobby fish. <laughs> I was a big Bobby fan. If you I feel know. like Mr. <laughs> Bobby ever... is perfectly right for like a banana I, split I had a Mr. style Bobby remake. Oh, Mr. Bobby yes. Duvet. Did you, did you ever go to Crinkly Bottom? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Noel Edmonds theme park. Noel Edmonds theme park is completely uh, derelict now. It's it called uh, Crinkly Bottom. I want well, it's that's, called that, Crinkly it called Bottom. Lobby Land, right? but it was called Blobby Land, but yeah, it, this Noel Edmonds used to have a TV show and it was set in Crinkly Bottom. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I've seen him. I, <laughs> I'm more scared of Noel. <laughs> I'm more scared of Noel Edmonds than I am of Mr. Blobby. So because of his power yeah. to manifest reality, he's like that boy <laughs> from the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's? I, 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 I just tangent again i hate he's like what strategy have you got for opening boxes i'm like opening boxes <laughs> yeah no strategy i'm 100 percent there's either on one p in there or there isn't yeah like, <laughs> i hate i'm gonna stall the time until my associates can capture the banker's family 
<laughs> tell, us a, <laughs> tell us a lovely heartfelt story about how you came to be on this show. Oh, no one gives a shit. Just open the box. Like, I, I really do hate <laughs> quiz sh- quiz shows where it's just a game of chance and then people try to have a strategy. It's like, absolutely uh-huh. not. Just get on with it. This is an hour long, this show. Just open all those boxes so I can go home. Jeez. Just make it up. If I ever go on this quiz show, I just want to make it up. What's your strategy for this one? Oh, I'm just going to imagine what God Optimus knows. Prime would do in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the money for? Sister's Eye Operation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sister's just something I've really got, important. I've got some experiments, and I can't really talk about it on television. <laughs> <laughs> the researchers that you've given completely normal answers to are like, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, their money into a drug ring. <laughs> Vigilante <laughs> business. Uh, another piece of news is that the upcoming Orphan prequel, Orphan First Kill, that's like a proper John Wick style like mm. title. Um, is there's a there's officially a poster now, um, and with a tagline, "She will kill to be part of a family." I'm confused by this though. So it does star Isabel Furman, who obviously played the titular orphan, but it's called First Kill, so it's a prequel. But now she's she's grown up. She's, she's a... visibly much older. There's no way you're no. mistaking her for a child. Are they going to do? Are they going to do like the in-camera stuff that they did with Hobbits? Like well, that's what they've the said. They've said that a lot of it's been achieved practically because um, I think a lot of us were kind of a bit like, oh, well, are they going to do that weird de-aging that they did in It Chapter 2? She's been... um, but, <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, there's a, literally a picture of her and she looks yeah. like she's in her 30s, <laughs> yeah. dressed as a little she's, girl. She's so. going to do that thing where she spends the whole movie uh, on her knees with her shoes just placed <laughs> under, <laughs> under her knees. <laughs> <laughs> why not I'm just put on a voice yeah i, I think, think i actually work. prefer that it's uh i don't know it's directed by the guy who, who did the boy though isn't it the boy film so i'm not too sure it's gonna be oh, oh great to problems to bad bombs for life what's his obsession with diminutive evil what's get over it Make is it the boy the one where the killer's got that really nice hairy chest it is yeah <laughs> oh i didn't see it i just remember his thick knit jumper he's got a real thick chunky knit on that it's it was, just, maybe, yeah, that, maybe that was his hair. Maybe that was yeah. his chest hair. It was made out of human hair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that had been in the walls for a long time. And then they ruined it in the second one. It's a scabby dolly now. Yeah. <laughs> there's just, yeah, some weird... I'm sure there's, like, some weird, like, fetus-looking thing at the end. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I think I switched off. I think we did a Double Bill episode uh, a while back covering both, both boys. Of those movies, which was... Both <laughs> boys, which was uh, not a great time, I'll be honest. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Uh, that's all I've pretty much got for horror news. Oh, I've got, I've seen got some. Oh, yeah. we go. Okay. Um, we've got a release date for the remake of the Train to Busan remake. Ah, yes. I think I saw It'll that. It's so... the Last Train to New York, mm. and it's uh, coming out April next year. So that's how been we, delayed. How do we feel it's about been delayed. This? Um, I don't like. I, I, I don't think I've watched a westernized version of a Japanese, well, an Asian horror film that I've enjoyed. Um, I didn't mind the grudge the as much, but that's, but that's because I like Sarah Michelle Gellar. But, um, mm. but other than that, yeah, I just, I don't know. It, just, it, seems, it seems unnecessary seeing as The Train to Busan is so beloved. Um, mm. But it's also like, it's 
because of the release for that, Salem's Lot, the remake, has been pushed back as well now because of that. Uh, no, oh, okay, so that's, so that's what happened. I think I mis- misread the title, uh, the sort of headline oh, for that. I had a feeling that had happened because we've had like nothing, have we? Mm. I know the, the stuff out of CinemaCon for Salem's Lot was like positive. Um, okay. So, but I we've don't got, know. We've, all we've seen from Salem's Lot is like that image of, of them stood on a hill. That's it. It's, isn't it's it? the we've book cover, seen. isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, so like the the book when they say. I think I don't know if it's going to be a still from the book from the the movie or, mm, or what's happening okay. with it, but I don't know. I'm excited either way. You have, have you started watching Castle Rock season two yet, Liam? I haven't watched season one, so no. Um, I've just Let's watched. Get on it. I've just, <laughs> yeah, I, I will watch it eventually. It's just that I have a lot to watch at the moment. Content, <laughs> content is infinite. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, so uh, last tra- last train to New York is going to be directed by that Timo Tejanto, who directed some good bits in v- in the VHS movies, and that movie The Night Comes for Us. So I think he's got quite a good track record in terms mm. of. It's not that they've just got any old. You know, it's when they attach like uh, an American director who probably hasn't got much in terms of, of credits. That that's mm. when you need to be worried. Yeah, but, or an American director that has like credits that just are completely off the tone, like McGee. <laughs> <laughs> the two yes. fairy yeah don't mess with the zohan <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's that twice we've classic. mentioned that film this this evening <laughs> there we go we'll, we'll get a third one in before the end of the recording definitely um train to busan obviously is great um have you, did you guys see the sequel uh the sequel that they made as well and it's dead yeah i didn't I didn't love yeah. it, if I'm being no, honest. It was it was very CGI heavy action yeah. film set in a post-apocalyptic world. Didn't really work. So yeah. you know. Hopefully, hopefully they go back to basics with this. Um, but yeah. I, I mean I'll, I'll definitely check it out. As long as it's I'm just worried. Obviously, the the grudge, the most recent grudge from like two years ago or something. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was one. Oh. It had such a promise as well. Like, I mean, yeah. um, I love and is it Andrea Weisberg who's in it? I think she's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, I think it looked stunning. Cinematography-wise, it was a lovely film to look at. Um, but yeah, just what were yeah, they thinking? Good. Very what odd. What were they thinking? Very strange. Uh, and a weird film to kind of like remake slash reboot, you know? Yeah. So, so, yeah. Mm, very weird. Very weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. So apart from that, has anybody got anything that they've seen in the last seven days or so that they'd like to to chat about like to mention i i saw that the the halloween ends trailer has now been officially rated and i think okay rumblings we're going to get the trailer next monday now so i don't know whether in relation to when this is released it might already then be out but i think it's just again what was shown at CinemaCon. so it's like a minute Mm. or so of footage and i think it ends with laurie fighting michael in a in a kitchen um Mm. but it worries me that they keep saying fans aren't gonna love it <laughs> i don't see i mean that's, fans that's, aren't going to that's love a it. weird thing to say isn't it yeah they, they keep saying that it's gonna like not be what people expect um there's i think there's rumors that he only has half a mask now as well so half of his face is out um i don't to be know honest, it's gonna be anything anything's gonna be that sequel that rob zombie did so I'll... yeah with them. Oh, maybe that's why fans aren't going to be happy. I think this is what they're saying. It's maybe a bit comparable to maybe Sherry Moon Zombie and that is going to be back saying it's me, Sherry Moon and the Oz. 
and she just gallops by in the background. She's like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I swear Jeez. they keep saying that with every new Halloween film. They say it's going to be like nothing you've seen before. And it's like, well, wh- what do you mean by that? Like, what, a giant snake? No, like, they mean a, the a dan- evil dies dance tonight. Number? <laughs> what what was it, Liam? Never, I don't think it's never happened. <laughs> evil, I've... hurry up and die, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That'd be that would be true though. If they said, like, yeah, they definitively have killed him. Uh, like a doctor comes, hundred percent dead, cremate him. They go to his funeral. Don't know why they'd go. They didn't like him very much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely hundred percent dead forever. But you know, they always do. When you say they didn't like him very much, there's always a moment, isn't there, where Laurie kind of like has a moment where she goes, "Actually, I do love you after all this. You are related to me after all." Well, is is she related to him anymore? Not anymore. It, no, only in no. some con- only in some continuities. Jesus, I can't keep yeah. up. There's oh, so many well. Halloween timelines. It's uh, it's it's good fun. I like the fact that you could watch any of them as well and just like that be canon. Yeah. Um, Multiverses yeah, are in this season, guys. What if there I mean, are? What if they three jokers this and there's double Michaels? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, she just gets sucked into an alternate dimension at the end, and oh, it's Jason, the Michael who likes <laughs> yeah. the smiling Michael, just <laughs> grinning. Another Michael where he's just a right old chatterbox. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you now. <laughs> you wow, let's do it. I have um. I don't think I've watched anything of note. Um, oh, I finally, finally got round to finishing um, Saint Maud. I, it's it's been ah, okay. tr- I've been trying to finish it for a while, and I finally finished it, and that yeah happened. So yeah, it was it's a film that ha- came on my it's screen. That happened. Um, yeah, I, it, I it's, think I. There was a there was a TikTok of all things that I saw, and it was like the most mind bending horror films you'd watch, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, right, okay." Um, and some things on there were like teeth, and I was like, "It's not particularly the mind bending, but okay." And then That's next um, week, next week's episode. <gasps> and then, it's incredible, guys. You should listen to the episode. I, I mean, I. <laughs> I quite like teeth. Um, yeah, I don't think it's it's that bad. It's um, if you do want to, if you do want more vagina dentata though in your life, um, there is a great book um, by Haley Piper called The Queen of Teeth. Um, Seeing that promoted recently, I've got it on my reading okay, list. Okay, okay. But um, rather than things that I've watched, I can let you know I've just read um, a very weird book called Negative Space uh, by B. R. Yeager. Um, and it's probably one of that's if we're going to talk about mind bending books that took me on it. I felt like I was taking drugs the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> They've dipped the paper in like LSD. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, honestly, it did feel like that at some point. That'd be a really good idea. Yeah, they, yeah. they should definitely People do lit that. their fingers when they change when they turn You're the pages. Oh, that a, is such a pet peeve of mine. I cannot I see, stand that. I'm on a, I'm on a Kindle, so it just I wouldn't get the effects. Yeah, I'm just there on a Kindle. <laughs> Squat, yeah. Just lick it. If you, if you lick your fingers. The touchscreen doesn't register. Why is this not? <laughs> like you're trying to use your phone in the rain. Oh, oh it, it thinks I'm not pressing anything now. It thinks I'm pressing everything. <laughs> Your phone is locked for five minutes. <laughs> How have we got to 2022 and we still can't use our phones in the rain? I know. Yeah. What hope is there for people? If I'm what, what's the point? Global warming takers, please. <laughs> it's trying. 
it is. I'm, I'm slowly yeah. just melting, melting I've away. Got a bit of boob sweat going on. <laughs> Have you got the W yet? Have you got the underline of the? Uh, the I've boobs? got half. I've got a U. You've got, got a U. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, oh. Anybody else seen anything this week? Uh, got a couple Liam to B. check off, Ben. Go on. So I saw the Banana Splits, um, not the 60s show, the sort of horror remake. Really odd choice. Um, yeah. Very silly. That's all I can say about it, really. Um, it's a bit like, um, what's the Nick Cage one that is also Five Nights at Freddy's? Which this Willy's is. Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah, yeah. say Willy's Wonderland is probably a bit better. Yeah, um, for sure. This it is, has Nicolas Cage. Yeah, it's daft. <laughs> it's low budget. It's, it's dead silly. If, like me, you had a passing understanding of what the banana splits was because it was on the big breakfast sometimes, mm-hmm. um, then it, it's an interesting watch, but otherwise don't, don't get mad. I've carried on with my catch up on um, paranormal activity. I'm on the ghost world now, which is oh. to- where Toby is on screen more than anyone because <laughs> they have a special <laughs> camera that can see ghosts. So he's, <laughs> he's amongst it the whole time. He's barely off. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, he's literally doing that the whole time. He's just what's he look like? What's he look like, Toby? Oh, he's just a middle-aged man at the end. But before, with a with a ghost with a ghost camera, he is just uh, an ominous black shape, and sometimes it does a frowny face. Um, <laughs> one thing I can tell you, watching these programs as they go through, I know they can see him and all that, and he's a really powerful demon. But at the beginning, he always ends up being people always think the parents that always think he's like an imaginary friend to the kids and what have you i don't know why kids get on with him so well he doesn't seem like he's that funny (laughs) the camera pans and he's just juggling (laughs) just doing something fun seems like he's a real downer (laughs) yeah he does i think the parents if i was in a a paranormal activity i'd be negging him quite seriously Don't be friends with Toby. I wouldn't be like, oh, I forbid you from speaking to Toby. You're just feeding into it. Say, oh, that Toby, he wants you to, um, like, he's rubbish, isn't there? Any of the good games. Do you want a new, do you want a new PlayStation? Got your PS5. Toby's not going to get a look in. <laughs> he's going like, to be going to your kids saying, here, I reckon your real name is Hunter and I'm going to possess you. Like, Fuck off, Toby. <laughs> well, they did try that in that one where they got the cool Xbox con- Xbox Connect. Oh, Toby, ver- you know, I mean yeah. Paranormal Activity Four, Toby versus Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> the Xbox Connect has been name dropped on this podcast more than probably the official Microsoft podcast. Man, <laughs> times been mentioned, mostly because of Toby. Mostly because um, of Toby. Good old Toby. I've only got the the last one, the next of kin. I don't oh. know what accessory or gimmick he's going to oh, be yeah. this time. Oh, I saw that I, one. I, it'll I be, it'll be a Wii. Oh, this is, honestly, I thought the next one should be a Wii, and he steps on the platform, and it tells him that he's overweight, and you just hear him <laughs> groan, <laughs> just leave. Because now he's got a body, and that'll how it goes full circle. I've got a physical yeah. form, and now I've got body, I've got body dysmorphia, so I'm going back to the spirit world. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Yeah. The other wow. thing I must highlight, probably my recommendation of the week. Um, I watched a film called Bloody New Year. Um, a film. Have you seen it? Okay. Yeah. Oh my goodness! What a, what a wild time! Tell you what, <laughs> better than The Shining as far as haunted <laughs> Well, I'd That's argue and say 
I'd argue and say most films are, but we can. Right. Okay, we're having words <laughs> after this, Leo. You know what? You know I don't he, like Stanley he Kubrick. So. He denounced Hitchcock on our podcast. He's denounced Kubrick on our podcast. Uh, both I'm of them bad saying. blokes, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Hitler. Hitler. Stanley. <laughs> 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 wow. No. Um, no, right. I, th- there's a lot of male directors that I take issues with. Yeah. Um, bloody bloody New Year, though. What a time. And, yeah. What made you want to watch Bloody New Year? How did this pop into you? Just watched The Burning and thought, oh, I'll watch another okay. bit of 80s, 80s fun. Mm. To be honest, it's, 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 British, half, as well, right? it's halfway through the year. So, yeah, it's, it's called <laughs> Bloody New Year, but it's set in July. <laughs> they, gen- they openly say it as a line What's this hotel doing decorated for Christmas? It's July. And just watch it for the opening scene where they, the heroes of the story, no shit, get into a big fight with some carnival operators. It's the whole the whole circumstance that brings about this horrific event that goes to a ghosty hotel is that the girl is being spun too hard on the waltzers by some carnival operators. <laughs> and, I mean, and these and these men come up. The the guys are heroes. Come along, see it happening. And pull the fuse out of the waltzers so that the guys like go flying off it into oblivion and pull the fuse <laughs> out. And genuinely, one of them, one of them then antagonizes the men by giving them the classic nur 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 before running away. <laughs> and then they drive their truck into a ghost train. And this is before I mean, they go to the haunted hotel. Okay, okay. I mean, I am officially sold. Initially, I was yeah. like. What? Yeah, but well, I'm definitely sold now. I'm yeah. looking forward film... to your episode on this now, guys. <laughs> I, I think that has, I think there has to be one. I've New, it New has Year's been a special while since I saw an July so, special. So fucked. <laughs> it's so good. Incredible, incredible. But that's your that's your recommendation oh, for just, the week. There, I just had to have a look because obviously the time it was released is the like the era of the tagline, and this one is: Should old acquaintance be forgot or just brutally murdered? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it, it literally said: Should old acquaintance be forgot or just brutally murdered? Yeah, that's the no, tagline. Not even a not even a question mark at the end. It's almost like a statement. Yeah, <laughs> rhetorical. You could have had another one. You could have had old lang's old lang's die. You could have had oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a film title. Right, um, okay, I'm going to make I, that now. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm fully pitching for everyone to watch Bloody New Year. What a time! Oh yeah, I'm sold, man. Anything I'm else? Sold. Was that, was that it for this week? Uh, that's it. Apart from the real life horror of while it's too hot, I promised I'd tell you it's too hot recently, isn't it? So you know it's okay. Got the windows open, lovely bit of breeze yesterday. Exceptionally hot, except loads of wasps outside my house. Literally hundreds no, trying no. to build a nest, trying to get into every open window of the house we were literally catching them in glasses and throwing them back out oh and had God. to and had to close all the windows and then just stay inside watching them bash against the window like it was in the birds <laughs> but with wasps and um just be really hot and sad that was <laughs> just be really hot and sad they've fucked off today yeah well, the good news about wasps, because I had a really bad nest uh, where I used to live, is they will leave this year and they will never come back. Um, they're, they're just absolute arseholes for the year. So you've got to put up with it for what a you mean while. They'll, what do you mean they'll leave this year and never come back? Like, they don't, they they'll, won't they, build they won't, they won't where, build other, where other wasps have lived. Uh, if they see a wasp nest, they go, oh, no. 
Oh, okay. I've, so I've in any ways, <laughs> you've got years of happiness ahead of you. <laughs> I thought you had the schedule or something. It's, like, it's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to shift the wasps out of this yeah. area. They're doing, it's fine. They're doing like, Monaco yeah. in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> I went one step further. I thought service. You'll get them every so and then it's all right. It's my turn for wasps, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went one step further. Well, I thought you meant wasps are done. <laughs> After this year, they're cancelled. They're, they're never coming back. They're all doing. They're all they, were quote, they were pack. quoting. They were quoting Freddie versus Jason. We've cancelled them. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds uh, horrific, though. No, uh, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. No. But... Uh, Liam B, have you seen anything this week? I uh, I watched um, the sadness, the uh, Taiwanese zombie uh, yeah. film. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's described as like the most depraved thing you'll ever see. And I will say it probably lives up to that. I, I had some words with you about it, Liam, and I don't know how I feel mm-hmm. about it yet. I don't know if it's a film that's justified in what he's saying or not. Um, mm. It has to be seen to be believed, I guess. I've, has any, have any of you guys seen, seen it? So no, I, I, I want to see it. I was excited by the trailers and then mm-hmm. um, not to make light of it, but I think the quickest description I can give is people said, said it was a bit, sexual assaulty a bit rapey and i was like it's not a fun afternoon watch really i have to be in the mood no no i said uh, yeah if it leaves a bit of a i so i saw it like i think on release weekend and i was like okay yeah it's depraved yeah it's gory but i'm like is it really saying anything that is particularly interesting it feels like it's a bit of a it's a it feels like it's in bad taste rather than Mm. saying anything particularly I think I've I've got to agree. Um, it was recommended to me, and I usually shy away from those sorts of films. And mm. I was like, "Yeah, I'll give it a go." And it wasn't too bad, I didn't think, to begin with. Uh, but then when the carnage does start, it doesn't really stop. And yeah, it goes places. Yeah, it just reminded me of like a film like some Edge Lord would make. Oh yeah, you want to see a horrible horror movie? Do you mm. wait till you see this? And it's got all this stuff in it. You're like, well, yeah, well, I don't know. I've I've got on many rants about those type of people. I'm my least favorite people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just realize how much just... they can like pan out. Like, yeah, and then there's maggots. So what's the maggots on? Baby, the worst thing. And the baby was reading a book that was like had LSD on the pages. So the baby's tripping balls. Yeah. And then there guess was what? wasps. Yeah, and guess what? You know that baby? Adolf Hitler. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an origin realized, story. Like I've got a still of the film on in the background, and I look like do you know an old ships when you had like. You're the woman head. on the front. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm a re- <laughs> yeah. That's what I feel like today. Also, I kept thinking, I know we'll obviously get into it. This scene, they built a raft and those paddles so quickly. It took lost like three seasons to build a fucking raft. <laughs> How have they done it like in one it was, afternoon? It was so impressive that that's, they didn't get to camp. that's because, yeah, they didn't go to camp, did they? So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and then how the campers Le- reflect on, like, oh, that was the best activity. The kids had so much fun building a raft. <laughs> they loved it. It brought them together. And they all died on it, too. Uh, anything else, Liam B? Was it just the sadness? It was, it, was, it, was just, it was just the sadness. And then the sadness I felt after watching the sadness. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ending on a positive I... note. <laughs> yeah i think i felt the same to be fair uh yeah. so I, I watched i've watched a couple of things this week i'll quickly rattle through them so i watched never sleep again the elm street legacy documentary which is like four hours long but mm. it just didn't feel four hours long i just it was it was mm-hmm. really nice to just sort of relive most of the franchise 
And yeah. it's like a definitive and extensive rundown, but with input from everybody who counts. So directors, actors, writers, makeup artists. It feels like it's one for the mega fans. And me, I never, I, I've mentioned this before in this podcast. I never grew up watching Nightmare on Elm Street movies, but I almost feel like the more of them that I watch for the first time, the more I think it might be one of my favorite horror franchises. Pretty I just feel like it's got... I just feel like it's got so much going for it, you know? I mean, I, I've always loved Halloween, but I feel like when you get to a certain point with Halloween, it's samey, isn't it? Mm. Um, but with Nightmare on Elm Street, I feel like even the bad ones seem to introduce something that's interesting or memorable. It's got or... Some, they've got some imagination about them, and I think conceptually it's one of the strongest long-term horror boogeymen like with the most ongoing payback that you can possibly have. Mm-hmm, After yeah. a while, Michael Myers just gets big incel energy. Goes around stabbing people for a <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> uh, and it does it does cover it does cover um Freddy versus Jason as well. So it covers everything up to mm-hmm. the um I don't know if you have you guys seen it? Is, yes. Is yeah, I, yeah. I think there's a book version as well, which I have somewhere like a right is there? Yeah. You know how there's a Crystal Lake memories, isn't there? Is it Camp Crystal Lake Memories? Yes. Friday the thirteenth one. They've done the, the same. Um, so I suppose, yeah. I I think it's nice just to flick through and mm. enjoy. Like Liam, I could pets. tell from Ben's Ben's expression when you said there was a book. There will be a there'll be a story on Ben's socials any day now where he's like got a copy of this book. He's, book. he's Googling it right now. The the copy that I've got is the oh, cover yeah. is shredded and then it's like Freddie's sweatshirt peeking through the oh, wow. It's really cool. It's, yeah, that it's awesome. Amazing. I can see his screen changing. So he is he is looking <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> it's on eBay. I see you. Your light changing. Oh, One order. I've just had, I've just had flash. I've just had flashbacks from when I used to sit opposite my manager in work, and she used she used to see what I was googling in my glasses. She'd be like, it's "Next level. That's incredible." I know. She'd be like, "Oh, Ben, are you just uh, on Google at the moment?" I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm just on Google." Well, what are you doing? Uh, literally. Don't do that. Uh, Doing as much work as you, my manager, because you are looking at me instead of your work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right back if at you. you. And actually, you looking at me makes me uncomfortable. So if we want to take this to HR or we can both just walk away. Yeah, that should have been your answer. I'm just on the HR page looking at oh my how God. I raise a grievance. I'm just Googling. My boss keeps staring at me. <laughs> it was years ago, so I had probably had no... no I had no comeback at all. I probably went, oh, nothing. Oh, sorry. Please leave me alone. Don't fire me. Um, and the only other things I've seen this week are, so I saw Thor, Love and Thunder, went had a little cinema trip yes. for that. Um, I, I did like it, but I don't think it's a patch on Ragnarok. Um, Agree. Yeah. And you've, you've seen it too? Yeah, I saw it on uh, on Friday. It's, uh, yeah. I think it, it goes more funny than it does anything else. Yeah, uh, maybe it's very too, funny. Too hard. And I feel like sometimes it leans into things where you think it's going to commit to, you know, one figure or another, and it never quite does. It always kind of, I don't know. It reminded me of a bit of like the latest Guardians film, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where it was a bit, you know, kind of, yeah, I know. I mean, it was all right. And um, what's her name? Jane Foster, Nellie Portman, um, her biceps. Never thought I'd be interested in Nellie Portman's biceps, but uh, I'm definitely a fan. (laughs) <laughs> I'm definitely a fan. Uh, and what else I've been watching? So I've also been watching series three of The Boys, um, which is oh. 
yeah i'm i think i'm on to i'm just just about to start watching the next episode coming up is hero gasm which is the big superhero orgy episode which of course was a big thing in the comics as well um the only thing i can really say about it other than it's amazing i really enjoy it and i love everything it says is homelander probably got to be one of the best like because one of the best villains in tv because mm. and it also it also puts you to a point where you're like if that villain is killed or written out in some way what where does it go from there because it's all yeah. sort of built around him in such a way I um I, I like the boys a lot I so I'm a big comic book fan and I've read the comic books um which I never I never enjoyed the comic books so when the tv show was coming out I was like because the comic books are literally like those people who describe those kind of horror films like oh go watch Serbian film um yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah. like the comic books are like for those kind of people usually well it's no offense if anyone's a fan but they're not my cup of tea so when it came out I was like no no but then I um I caught the first episode and I was like actually this is this is a lot of fun um yeah. and I've really enjoyed what they've done with it um I like that I like the real world parallels they're bringing into it to update it. Like oh, the, yeah. scene, the scenes where like someone's giving out a Pepsi. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. And then um, <laughs> the imagine like, but it's just brilliant. And I think they've got some amazing like performers in there as well. Like everybody's acting their ass off in this film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, TV exactly. show. Yeah. It's been cast really well. I think the, these characters, I mean, I've, I've read some, mm. some of the comics, not, not all of it, but. Uh, but in terms of casting, they've they've done really well. Um, Apart from it took me until the second season to realise that they were that Billy was supposed to be British in the show. I thought, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. They've, uh, oh, they've made him Australian. That that works. Yeah. And then it wasn't until you meet his like mom. And you not... like, all right, Gavna. And you're like, oh. But the things he says be... all the time is like, fucking, this is not. What are you naff off? Uh, but obviously slightly, slightly there's Australian, a one point where he's like oh that's bollocks that is and I'm like that's what excuse me what? <laughs> <laughs> bollocks that's bollocks, bollocks. that is <laughs> yeah um it's it is, it is great and it just does get better I, I was unsure with the first maybe half of season one mm-hmm. i was a bit like i'm not sure about this but then it just really comes into its own and yeah the real the real world parallels are really interesting like there's some stuff in this season about like police brutality um mm-hmm. and the way it's kind of handled is like sure it's over the top and ridiculous and almost veers into like parody at times but it doesn't it doesn't feel like you watch it because I, t- I told somebody to watch it and they were like oh it reminds me of like scary movie and disaster movie and i'm like no not at all not even <laughs> slightly it's like, it's I not, like not be mad drake or if... josh <laughs> what was that there's not drake or josh in this come on <laughs> I would very much like to see Brenda appear in uh, the boys there. Very much so. You know like, how you uh, you asked what thing. we'd seen this this week. I have no qualms in saying I watched Scary Me before the other night, <laughs> so it wasn't even one of the best ones. <laughs> Not mad but about when it. I, when I tell you, I laughed way too much. <laughs> Isn't for the one where they rip on the village? Yeah. It's just like yeah, I on. want him to put his thing that yeah. shall not be mentioned in my. Yeah. <laughs> incredible you can watch think... if you like <laughs> I, <don't give> shit. <laughs> oh. I think scary movie the only only of those films that we can get away with saying we enjoy right all the others epic movie disaster movie what oh not fuck? another teen movie i know that's not oh exactly, yeah chris evans chris evans is in that yeah. isn't he perfect movie <laughs> good times 
Uh, yeah. Okay. So that is that. Oh, Matt, the so, burning. Apart from that, <laughs> the burning, uh, which is a 1981 American slasher film directed by Tony Malum, starring Brian Matthews, Leah Ayres, Brian Backer, uh, Larry Joshua, and Lou David. The plot follows a summer camp caretaker who is horribly burnt from a prank, a prank gone terribly wrong where he seeks vengeance at a nearby summer camp years later. What was the prank? Look at this horrible skull. Aren't you scared? That was really scary. <laughs> like, let's terrify that. Like you feel like as they're talking about it in the beginning, the wisp, those cheeky boys having a little whisper about their plan. Oh, mm. It's going to get, what's his name? Um, Cropper or like Cropsy. You know, Cropsy. Cropsy. <laughs> yeah. His name is... <laughs> Let's get Cropsy good and proper by giving him something that would scare anyone half to death. Mm-hmm. Putting like a, a desiccated skull in his bed and then banging on the window to, to wake him up. However, what those what those fools have failed to, they haven't done a proper health and safety check. No, the risk assessment. <laughs> risk assessment they, 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 <laughs> they had not risk assessed to understand that he would be sleeping in whiskey-soaked clothes and bed sheets. After a hard day's work of caretaking, it's time to retire to bed in my cabin full of petrol cans. <laughs> So on IMDb, this film has got 6.3. On Rotten Tomatoes, 80% critic score. That is high. Uh, 60% audience score. 3.3 on Letterboxd. And we've got some choice reviews on Letterboxd. Um, Savage says, see what happens when you play pranks on people? You get murdered. And rightfully so. Four (laughs) stars. Uh, More Badass says, the burning is the best Friday the 13th four stars uh joshua says total slasher garbage but hilarious and packed full of incredible tom savini gore effects four and a half stars that's a lot isn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. and kimberly says fun but an unprecedented level of rapey three and a half stars <laughs> oh my goodness i think yeah. that one nails it on the head to be fair yeah, yeah. incredibly rapey um <laughs> have you guys has everybody seen this before is this a first time watch I'd seen this before. I um I have the Shout Scream Factory Blu-ray release. I think when it got restored like a few years back, um, oh, wow. I'd, okay. I'd always seen like the artwork and been really intrigued, and obviously knew Tom Savini was involved, so mm. thought I'd give it a go. Um, it was not how I remembered it being because I'm sure the first time I watched it, I was like, "Wow, this is incredible!" And then I watched it this time and was like, "Okay, this is problematic." <laughs> so that just shows you like what a few years can do, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Bring the difference. I, um, yeah. There you go. I caught it on. Um, I only caught a tiny section of it on uh, the In Search of Darkness documentary, and I've I've wanted to watch it, so I was glad. Um, yeah, I, I've watched it now. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what? I probably be, would watch it again, but I'd probably only watch like the last half an hour again. Yeah, mm. uh, this is the first time I've seen it, but I always feel like there's definitely a part in the in the final act where it gets a bit, it drags a little bit when what's his face is running around, and you kind of think, it's yeah, just a little, little, little search for them. Oh well, better 
go to this copper mine for no reason. <laughs> I mean, just the amount of tetanus you're getting just from opening the door is probably enough to just go, no, I'm out. But hey ho, we're in a horror movie, so <laughs> there we go. Yeah, uh, so the, ca- the cast you've got so Brian Matthews plays Todd, who's like one of the camp counselors or one of the camp elders who looks after all the kids. Also, what's interesting is that like most of this camp are actually children. Obviously, there are some yes. older kids as well. But obviously, in 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 slashes like this, usually it's like thirty year old people mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. eighteen year olds and stuff. So it's interesting. That adds a whole different level to it as well, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Adds a whole different level of fear as well. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not afraid to to butcher these children. Uh, that's why I, I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Liam I lo- hates I, children. <laughs> I, but I do love. I love a film that's not afraid to kill a child. Honestly, yeah. like yeah, it's. I just like it because it's just like, oh, what else are we going to do? Yeah. How edgy mm. of you, Liam. How edgy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you some kind of edge lord as well? <laughs> we're going to put maggots on a Hitler baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then Come that on. baby gets got by the blob. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, and then there's Leah Ayers plays Michelle. I guess she's the other sort of camp counsellor. And then there's just like a load of kids. And obviously one, re- one recognised face is um, Jason Alexander, Famous from Seinfeld, playing Dave. Um, I can't see him as anything other than a forty-year-old bloke. There, I don't look at him and go, "Yeah, kid." Well, I, uh, I didn't, I didn't realize that that's who that was. But then, obviously, googling it, I was like, "Oh God, yeah." Um, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I, I didn't find him that unattractive. <laughs> this film. Okay. Which was odd. I wow. kind of like how he still talks the same as a forty-year-old man <laughs> as he did when he was a teenager. Yeah, I'd I'd like to think that the kids were a lot older. I'm gonna say than they actually were on this. So he's gonna point that out. But yeah, so he's six. He's sixty two now. So when this came out, he would have been like what twenty. Yeah. Okay. It's all fine. That's all good. I, I'm <laughs> not. I'm not grossed out that you fancied him because of the age. I'm just grossed out that you fancied him. Like, um... why? <laughs> all I remember is him from Shallow How when he's got a tail. Yeah, that's that's well, this what is I it. like. I, I didn't see, I didn't like... see anything past that. I was just kind of watching this film, and then I realised, and then yeah, maybe my my feelings changed. Yeah. You can uh, edit that out. <laughs> abs- no. Absolutely not. We're leading with that. That's going to be <laughs> editing is for cowards. Sweet, <laughs> editing is for cowards. Um. So and there's obviously Cropsy is uh who who said that Cropsy sounds like a rabbit's. Me, it's just yeah, flopsy, mopsy, and cottontail. Oh, hello, it's cropsy, is it? Oh, yes. What's kind of interesting though is that you don't see there's no killer reveal at any point, really. It's kind of like you know, it's him um, from the very beginning, right? Because, well, of course, but you like him because he'll tell you off at the thing. He's a cantankerous (laughs) old caretaker who has an alcohol problem, so they accidentally, fair enough, burn him to death. Um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because yeah, they were like, "Oh, he's gonna. This is gonna be a a good prank." This is the mm. thing that got me though. Afterwards, the scene that you get that follows it. So he gets burned up and falls in the water. The kids don't do anything, and then <laughs> it goes. Just... <laughs> they just go, "Oh dear," and then walk away. <laughs> You've got to get him out of there. It really reminded me of a scene from my like, Wet Hot American Summer. Like it felt like that level yes. of parody. Just yes. really, we're just like, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> what what follows next is a scene in the hospital where a doctor. Well, there are two doctors meeting this each other, weird. and the new the, one strange. guy says to the other, "Oh, hey, like just oh hey, enjoying your new job." Oh yeah, I am enjoying it much, but you fucking won't. 
Um, <laughs> Rongo, do not enjoy your new job. I've been working here for ages, and it's bullshit, actually. Come and look here behind, like, about 50 curtains. He, like, opens a curtain, opens a door, opens another set of curtains, and goes, most fucked up burn man you've ever seen in here. And then, obviously, this man, his ears haven't been burned. He can hear. Why is awake? <laughs> Yeah, he, he says, come and look at, I think he even says, come and look at this horrible freak or something yeah. along those lines. Honestly, <laughs> this guy, I think he's written it, he calls him a fucking Big Mac. <laughs> he does, he does. I, I wrote this down as well. He he literally, um, yeah, burnt man cooked. He's so overdone. He's like an overcooked Big Mac. <laughs> wow. What a comparison. Bear in mind, he was just right getting... now. I'm going to go around. Then, if any I see anyone with a terrible sunburn, right in now in this, in this <laughs> look, look, look at that Big Mac. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Big Mac, mate. <laughs> also, maybe Cropsy was just getting over the trauma of being burnt yeah. to nearly, nearly alive, and then he's just going, "Oh, I'll be able to leave the hospital soon, and I have to start my new life." And then he just hears this doctor slagging him off, just saying, <laughs> Honestly, "Look at the state of him." <laughs> and also, he says to this guy, "Oh, you you, you want to be a doctor? Do you?" He's not in there, just like. He's like a fifty-year-old man. He's, not, he's not like guy. a he's not like a work experience. Going, oh, you want to be a doctor, do you? Come and have a look at this, and you'll you'll run away. No, he's obviously been a doctor. Weird. Yeah, what you, a strange, you've got, you've strange got to do scene. Before you're allowed to come and work at the hospital, it's like, oh, you know, you come and try hand at it, learn on the job. Um, <laughs> but then we get a lovely like five year, like five years later, and then we see a lovely montage of all the advice he's had. It's like. I'm afraid the skin grafts haven't taken. You've got to let go of the hate in your heart. I know you must resent those kids, but nah, you know, no consequences from literally them. getting abused <laughs> by the hospital staff. But just, just let it go. Just echo <laughs> around his it. mind like fucking. You've got to let go of that hate in your heart. You've got to let go of that hate in your heart. You horrible, disgusting freak. <laughs> what would have been better if, like, the montage? And it feels like it's like. I would have much preferred it if, like, he felt like, yeah, life can life can go on. I would have liked, like, a, some product placement in there and somebody to have walked past with a McDonald's bag. Oh. And that, <laughs> that would have been the thing where he was like, Big Mac, Big Mac, ding, ding, Big ding, Mac, ding, ding. Big Mac. <laughs> Sleeper Maybe agent what, just woken up. That's what sets him off, because at first he might just think, you know what, I've been in hospital for a long time. I'm terribly burned up. Maybe these choices are your own, <laughs> uh, Cropsy. Maybe you're just going to go and see a sex worker because, let's face it, dating in the 1980s when you've got a burned off horrible face like Nemesis is going <laughs> to be real hard. So maybe sex workers are the most readily available option for you. Maybe that date was going really well when he was walking around dressed like Dick Tracy. <laughs> but why did he... What was he maybe doing? that's he it. Just he just hat he might... and coat, and they're just standing in the shadows for the whole. Yeah, they've obviously this. they've obviously arranged the transaction. Um, either that or his mutant <laughs> power having been burnt is that he's almost entirely invisible in the shadows, as this rest of this film would go to show. Maybe mm. that that interaction with that sex worker was going real well, but then her neighbour, when she goes to the apartment, was just walked past him on the stairs with a big Mac, and that's. <laughs> 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 I do love the fact that he leaves the hospital and the first thing he wants to do is go and get laid. Like five years of recovery, and then he's like, mm-hmm. that's it. I'm five go, years of go five years <laughs> of blue balls. <laughs> the, second, the second I got out of here, the second. Maybe that was his but... plan the night before. He was like, oh, uh, you know, off to see my girl. You know, off to see my uh, my girlfriend tomorrow. Now that camp's over, just have a nice night's sleep in my in my whiskey soaked sheets. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Not again! Um, and she, I, and oh, 
will say that sex worker is a bit of an icon though like she was camp as anything just the way she was like you coming up she might as well have just yeah. <laughs> are you coming up because i'm going <laughs> in <laughs> she was incredible she was Until amazing the second she sees his face <laughs> oh, and it's Thank dark God. as well so, so i don't know how she's seeing it but then Maybe. she's like oh god <laughs> super contradictory because he walks in and turns the light off she goes oh like the lights off a eh? switches on a different light <laughs> she's not very so good well. she's not very good oh dear Neither is neither is killing plan though, because at first he goes for a classic strangle, mm. um, yeah. and then he's like, um, "Scissors." It's got to be his first murder, don't it? So he's probably caught in two minds how he's going to do it: strangle, oh, scissors, get through the window. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a hodgepodge, isn't it? It's, uh, it's that window, that window, when it was breaking, it, <laughs> it took so long to break. But you just watching it splinter, and it was like she was, he was really struggling to get her through there as well. <laughs> it was like, it was like it was in slow mo. Well, I thought she was going to fully go through, and I was a bit disappointed that all she did was kind of awkwardly lean through it and go, <laughs> "Oh no!" And then, <laughs> and then Jeff, that's it. That's it. Done. Poor woman. Uh, and then, so we, then we go to a different, so it's a different camp from what was at the start of the, so it was Camp Stonewater. And the camp at the start of the other movie was Camp Blackfoot. Blackfoot. We'll go so, back. It's nearby. It's nearby. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're introduced to everybody at the camp. Um, everyone's horny. Everyone's... Uh, Unlikeable. Yeah, pretty much unlikable and so unfortunate for the kids living in this era that they lived i imagine the year before bras were invented for any sport (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i will say the the bit the first bit we went to this camp made me feel extremely uncomfortable that was a close-up and it's probably the weinstein of it all but a close-up of an (laughs) underage ass in some underwear and i was like oh Oh, I'm sitting here feeling mm. so so uncomfy. It's a very seedy film, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every 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 girl underage ass is like yeah. It's just like everyone's in the loosest fitting, most see through material, least appropriate sports kits ever. <laughs> yeah, I've also got to give a shout out to I think the character's Tiger. Her hair, which basically oh, yeah. looks like a UFO, that's just <laughs> on her head. Like I expected yeah. her just to go at any minute and just get I don't know abducted somewhere, but the Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we've well, touched on some of the crimes already. But to be fair, the biggest crime of all of this film is you have a character called Tiger that you do very little with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apart from I just have just... the most awful bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> awful bowl yeah. cut, and I assume her name is because she has a T-shirt with a tiger on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's, how, that's how you get nicknames. Uh, oh, obviously no, she fucking loves that tiger t-shirt you couldn't take take it off her a wardrobe just like charlie brown just literally wore, wore tiger t-shirts and her dad's yes. name tony <laughs> so there's like God. a fake out a fake out potential kill with her she's looking for the ball in the woods um it's gone proper far into the woods isn't it jesus christ oh god uh, yeah and, <laughs> yeah and, cro- and crops crops were are we do we see anything of cropsy are we led to believe that he's just milling about there i reckon, I reckon it's cropsy but he yeah. has got too much respect for the sport of softball 
Mm. And he thinks, well, if, she's, if the ball is in, I'm about, she's about to get her. She's, <laughs> she's me. Oh, the ball's in place. She's found it. I would disrupt the game if I killed her now. Who yeah. am I so to did... get in the way of America's pastime? Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> that good one, Cropsey. When did he upgrade from scissors to the garden shears? Well, there's a story, isn't there? Saying he always had the shears, so he obviously loves. Maybe he popped back to his to his cabin in the yeah. thing and did it, or maybe from killing the sex worker, he put all of his points into the pair of scissors he had and he upgraded it. <laughs> upgraded them straight away, yeah. yeah. Or maybe yeah. she was a part-time gardener and the opportunity yeah. just presented itself. Oh, she yeah. did live in an apartment, though. Would she have had any... Gar- maybe there was a shared garden. Brief garden. Yeah. Brief garden. She's... Uh, I don't know. Maybe she just has <laughs> other people's gardens, not her own. She exactly. longs for a garden of oh. her own. That's why she does oh. other people's gardens. <laughs> Layers of this film, yeah. Oh. <laughs> She's a private uh, gardener, a gardener for money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna just leave. So, Bye. So, <laughs> so the next, so the next morning, there's like again another fake out kill. You kind of think that perhaps uh, there's a character called Sally. She's having a lovely shower. You think Cropsey's probably gonna get her because um, you know if you're having a shower on your own in an '80s horror movie. Yeah, I mean that that and get that that and having sex. Those two things, you you've got a target on your back, essentially, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Quite literally. Um, but no, um, it's not Cropsy. It's the guy called Alfred who Alfred. was trying to scare her. Apparently, oh, a great excuse, isn't it? Yeah, what are you doing? Mm. Watching her in the shower? <laughs> Just trying to scare her. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. No one then, believes you. <laughs> uh, and well, you um, did, Alfred. <laughs> well, yeah. you did. Alfred, oh, yeah. though, like this is, it, we go back and forth on who is the real villain of this piece. This, is, I think, Alfred is the Harvey screenwriter. He, he's yeah. the insert character. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that whole scene, I didn't understand the the necessity of the camera starting as a close up and then panning down to show her nipples and then mm-hmm. panning back up again for the end of the shot. I was like, I don't get what this is achieving, but I will say, here we Sally, are. Sally's my favorite character in this film which was a hard thing to happen because i disliked everyone and purely just for one line that comes up later um she's an icon just for that scene but yeah yeah um so alfred tries to scare her todd gives him a, a the ushering of another counselor actually tells him off and alfred goes oh it's because i've got no it's because i've got no friends here he goes on to be shown that he has Probably about four yeah. really good friends. The whole friends, friends than I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've become friends. a peeping Tom because I've got no friends. Oh. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Boo-hoo. Who's, who's, who's the guy that's his bully, though? The 30-year-old man. Um, his name <laughs> oh, is... yeah. Is it Eddie? No, is is no. call him is what's his actual? It's got like a second name that everyone refers to him by. It's like guttering or something like that, but it isn't. What do you mean? <laughs> guttering. <laughs> oh no, it Glazer. It's Glazer. Glazer. I love Glazer, that. Okay. It's, it's another service that you could <laughs> could get. <laughs> Faces guttering, glazing, no, double glazing. Eddie's guttering and glazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. well, we, call him, we call him a, we, for... we call him a bully character, but is he perfectly within his rights to give Alfred a bit of shit for yeah. spying on his? Yeah, I think his I think everybody in this film could do with a like a mild yeah. dose at least of bullying. Like <laughs> if, if there's ever a film to campaign to, to bring black bullying, it would be this. Yeah. A mild Glazer. dose of bullying. I prescribe yeah. a mild dose of bullying. I'm afraid. Get out there. <laughs> Glazer uses like he's the king of like beat you up metaphors. He's like, listen, Alfred, I'm gonna be punch your chips, mate. I'm gonna pound you to custard. <laughs> You're gonna be. The fact gonna... He tells him to go, and then grabs his shirt and pulls him in, and I'm like, he's trying to go. <laughs> the king of a stern point. No one has pointed that sternly until Ghost Rider would come out 20 years later. Like, yeah, Glazer, Glazer does that, and then Counselor Todd comes down, and then as a professional counselor, then threatens Glazer in the same way. In the exact yeah. same way. If you if you if you lay a finger on him, I'll lay all these fingers on you in a fist and I'll yeah. punch your face in. Oh, Got your yeah. note here, Glazer. No, What's that say? I owe you one bunch of fives, and then he looks up, punches. <laughs> <laughs> um, but don't worry, everyone, because they're coming up quite soon to finish off camp. Is a lovely little sleepaway for three days, where everyone's going to pair up and go on canoes, and they're going to have a little thing and. Some of the girls are chatting about options. They're talking about glazer. I said, oh, what would you, all those muscles on top of you be orrid. Um <laughs> Be orrid. <laughs> like you're on top of you and you can't move. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, this, is, this, this is the biggest use of the character Tiger. She's just there punching darts, making fun of everyone. <laughs> punching oh yeah, Tiger. She was just like, that that was strange, wasn't it? Just seeing that she was laughing, and then <laughs> little kid punching a few darts like Doc Cotton, and saying, "Oh, oh yeah, all those horrible muscles, yeah, all right. those horrible muscles on top of you." I got to open the laundrette in a minute. <laughs> oh, Mister Robinopoulos won't like that at all. <laughs> uh, and then, obviously, pre pre pubescent uh, horniness, they go and get a a playboy and a hustler, and I think. The Playboy reader like is looks down upon hustlers as as if it's like not good enough. <laughs> Step yeah. down, yeah. Glazer, like you, <laughs> you really wimps reading those magazines. Hustler, uh, and that is when Jason Alexander, as Dave, has a line where he says, "Thank God for her mum and dad," or something like that, or praise her mum and dad. 
Um, and then we get a weird discussion about non-lubricated condoms. Yeah, because he's bought him non-lubricated. He's like, how dare you? I it's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> <I am laughs> Is, is that, that an option? option? Yeah, just extra dry, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> dry for her pleasure. <laughs> yeah. I'd like oh, I'd like I'd like to make this coercive sex that I'm going for as unpleasant for all parties. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, and we have a little this is where Alfred also turns out that like, well, I've got no mates. Here he is with all his mates. He's got like uh, what's what's George Costanza's name in this? Like Jason or Billy? Wood, no, no. There's Billy. There's Woodstock. And Woodstock, Woodstock yeah. yeah. And then there's and Fish. Fisher Stevens. <laughs> so I know we mentioned this before the recording, but Woodstock is played by Fisher Stevens, uh, who famously was in the movie Short Circuit, playing Ben Jabatuya, um, an Indian professor, and uh, Fisher Stevens isn't Indian. So a little bit of a little bit of race. Just realise I've just not seen. I've not sh- seen Short Circuit since I was a child. Yeah. So the Johnny, fact it's it probably going to be ruined now. Like, yeah, I never realised that there was something about this. Yeah. That. Maybe that's like this is the thing. No one. That's childhood no. naivety. It must be. Of course, hundred percent. Because why would you? Why would you know what that was? Yeah. Mm, exactly. Uh, that is definitely something that's come up in the like, future. Are you looking at pictures of it? <laughs> I've just seen your face drop. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but like, like <gasps> without knowing who he is, looking at photos, I'm like, oh, okay. But then, like, yeah. knowing that it's that kid, oh, <laughs> I know. Wow, it's, it's, it's just layer upon layer of problems with this. Film. I reckon I can he's had a problematic it. career, hasn't he? He's been like Weinstein film, brown yeah. face. Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. There's <laughs> no coming back from that. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, and uh, yeah, there's also a scene. Well, during this scene is when um, Alfred sees a face at the window. So he's a horrible, <laughs> he's disgusting bird face. face. Like a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I completely understand why this guy is killing people because I think if people were reacting to me in that way, I'd probably do the same. <laughs> So, yeah. To be fair, as well, guy. mostly the like when people are offending you in this way, it is. This is a Daniel Sloss bit. Um, he says it's when people are saying that you you are something you're not. And this guy looking at him here, he's much more like a chicken nugget than a, <laughs> a chicken tender. He's, he's a walking chicken tender. <laughs> it's those nostrils. It's the nostrils I can't get over. Like. <laughs> Things would be flying up in them constantly. Wasps, they'd be getting yes. stuck in there. Those nostrils are not practical whatsoever. So he wears a big long framed hat, isn't it? Mostly when he's in disguise. Stop the wasps. <laughs> yeah. Um, but th- that yeah. really reminds me of the fire stunt at the beginning of this film. Did he put a hat on to go out and burn alive in? I think he put because... a full like paintball visor on before <laughs> he went outside. He I had a really... helmet, Leah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So that's that's why I... goofs. Yeah, it is. It's a bike helmet that the stuntman has on. Oh, I thought he was wearing a hat. Yeah, <laughs> it says on the classic IMDb goose. You may notice eagle-eyed fans may notice <laughs> that you can see him wearing a crash helmet while he's doing a. Is know, it legit a crash helmet? Yeah, it is. Stuntman wearing a crash helmet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, at least he's, he's safe, whoever did it. Like, good good job. Yeah, they looked That's... at this film and thought, I'm not getting my face actually burned up for, yeah. for the burning. 
No, fair, fair enough. They'd be Stop laughed my... at and called a big mat. So, <laughs> yeah, I've seen what happens to someone that gets burned. I'm taking no precautions. I've seen this script. Yeah, people will be saying, You've got to let the hate go in your heart. I shan't. I shan't let it go. Um, I shan't let it go. Um, so they go, they, they finished looking at the horrible face. No one believes. Um, no one believes Alfred, all of the no friends that he's got, all five of them. Even Glazer is sort of their friend because they shoot him in the bum when he's um, at the... Oh, oh what, yeah. What was that? Was it like a water pistol? Like, that was... Did they call it a spud gun? I don't know if it oh, was a Oh, a potato gun. gun. Yeah. Okay. I think it was that. A um, tiny little minuscule bit of potato fired directly at his arse. <laughs> across 200 <laughs> yards across the Across lake. 200 yards. <laughs> it was impressive wherever it was. And, it was. And just to add insult to injury, ev- th- those responsible for that also get their asses out um, in, a, in a childish Yeah, yeah mate, look at what gesture. hasn't just been shot looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about, like, underage asses in this film. That's another free to add to the tally. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot going on. <laughs> God damn it, Weinstein! Yeah. <sighs> um, uh, so they have a they have a chat. The camp counselor comes out and goes, "Yeah, off on your trip tomorrow. Remember, you're a long way from home." Ominously, um, yeah. One of that's... one of the boys goes, "Oh, have you got my vitamin E? It's at my uh, it's at the cabin." He goes to get it back for the purposes of there being a fake out that yeah, it's not. There's so many fake outs in this film. All the other so many. All the other things they've done as well. Todd, the camp counselor, comes back and he goes. Oh, I was worried about you. So I've come back. You, the other kid, the other guy said you weren't very well. You're poorly. And he goes, "No, I've just come to get my my, my vitamins." And he goes, "Can't stand it with their tricks anymore. I'm I'm having them." And, and he goes and tells them off. He goes, "I'm sick of you telling a slight mistruth." He's obviously let them be shot in the ass. Go I mean, it's probably the most honest thing he's done on film, and he's getting thrown out of camp yeah. for it. Poor yeah, guy. It, it's like, it's like, yep. Yeah, Walking on people in the showers, threaten to beat people up, shoot a guy, tell a slight fib for the re basically the re <laughs> tell the truth about where he's gone, but slightly exaggerate the reason he's left. And he's like, see Drake. How dare you? You make me <laughs> sick. Yeah. <laughs> Disgraceful. I've seen your I've seen your future career and you are disgusting. Are you, are you proud of yourself, Johnny? Fine. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, was it? So the next day is the canoe trip, right? Off they go on the canoe trip. This is nice. This is race for your life, Charlie Brown. They're having a great time. <laughs> What's the with music, the soundtrack? Well. The music yeah. is fantastic. During oh, but the music in this is amazing. All, like, all the synths. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel I'm going to have to put an audio clip of that in around about this point because it is fantastic. Absolute bonanza. And having a good canoe- time. They're doing some splashing. Canoeing right. is hard work, but you know, they're going for it. Living the dream. 
Canoeing is the dream. Canoeing is good fun now. Apparently, when you're canoeing for happy reasons, you can canoe all day. No bones mm. about it. When you're canoeing to escape from a murderer, you have to complain about how oh, tired yeah. it makes you. Uh-huh. Fucking, I wish yeah. I was just dead. I wish the guy. Why can I be I've dead? Been, I've been canoeing for twenty minutes now, please. <laughs> so they're going to a place called Devil's Creek. But are we? It's not like an island, is it? It's just like down the river some way. Because yeah. I think they say at one point we can walk home, but they're like, no, the forest is way too dense for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. That's um, convenient. So, yeah, they, they go to this place where they're camping and they do a lovely little campfire story, don't they? Where they tell the story of old of old Cropsy. In as soon place, as really, as what we find out later. As um, soon as Todd starts saying, I've got a story for you. It's about the legend of Cropsy. You'd be like, I'm not interested. Anything else? Have you got anything else? Any other ghost story? Who's Cropsy? Sounds like a that's That's great, but have you heard heard something else? Have you guys actually watched the documentary on Cropsy at all? Because it is like a real urban legend. There's a real Cropsy? Yeah, so so the whole thing, even this, is based on a New York urban legend of like this weird guy that kidnapped kids, and I think it was linked to a serial killer. Um, but You're there's about um, Harvey Weinstein again. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is where Harvey Weinstein got his inspiration because obviously his, oh, his <laughs> actual hero. <Crompton>. Yeah, <laughs> it is concerning. Jesus. I mean, the, the layers, but um, yeah, hundred percent. This is this was like a real thing. I don't think he got burned and called a Big Mac, but there was there was some guy like living in ruins and it was creepy. Oh, wow. But the documentary is great. I definitely advise oh. checking that out. It's, it's a lot better than this film. I didn't realise <laughs> it was based on a, well, not true story. I didn't realise it was based on anything. God. No, because it kind of this is what happens when you get people with real credentials in. You get some actual insight here. Thank goodness. <laughs> I Thank God for you, Liam. <laughs> you're welcome. I think that honestly is the strongest part of the film, is like the urban legend side of it. Like I liked the campfire side, like yeah. story. Mm. This is the coolest bit. I really like it. Yeah, for bit. sure. Because I like I mean, the telling of it. I like the last uh, the last bit. Actual, some really nice yeah. dramatic delivery. It's like, don't yeah. look. He'll see you. <laughs> don't fucking breathe. Here you Don't move. <laughs> dead. You're dead. <laughs> and also, when who was it with the with the scary mask on? I mean, it got me a little bit, and I'm not even there. But I was like, oh, yeah. fucking hell, you It's just when that was a leather glove appears. I was going to say, that was a good mask for 81. Like, a, yeah. <laughs> like I didn't even have, like, when I was a bin bag witch for Halloween, I had this, like, <laughs> plastic. plastic was last year. Last year? With a plastic <laughs> glow-in-the-dark glow fingers. Yeah. Oh, it was incredible. <laughs> oh. It was a good, it was a good. It was a good mask. And is this other um, um, sort of consent optional fella that comes over, isn't it? It's uh, Eddie? Yeah. Eddie. Yes. He's, yeah, a, he's is. annoying. I he mean, he's annoying for more than one reason. Arsehole, I think mm. I've ever seen in one of these films. He's, yeah, the freaking worst. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's a douchebag and also doesn't seem like a real person. He's like a caricature of mm. yeah. a douchebag. Hey, what you saying? Some kind of wise guy, hey? I'm gonna <laughs> go for a skinny dip with you, and yeah, Eddie was where I drew parallels between this and this film is kind of the mirror universe version of other favorite '80s slasher, Sleepaway Camp, and Eddie feels like he is a, is a person that could exist in both universes. Oh. Eddie's the character that goes, "Hey, Angela, why are you so fucked up?" That's the that's <laughs> where Eddie is. You fuck. <laughs> I love 
love sleepaway camp so much. I love, I love the fact but, that people at your house have just heard you shout you fuck with no context. Uh, <laughs> so is the podcast going that badly? <laughs> I love it. Uh, this this film could have done with a little bit more sleepaway camp. It could have done with some like, oh, no, we couldn't because of how young they were. I was going to say with some ultra short crop tops, but never mind. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein has, has written this scene with Eddie as like the protagonist I reckon in his mind yeah. he's, he's gonna... <laughs> this is like a real identity situation I feel like he is part of his personality is Eddie another part is uh, like I was called it Graham, Alfred all these really regions Graham ear <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, appropriate names Graham, little baby Graham, you've just been born. You're beautiful. Yeah. So uh, uh, yes, part of him is Alfred. Part of him though is definitely Eddie. Mm-hmm. And Eddie goes. Um, he's he's. They've it's campfire time. They've decided to go for a, a lovely swim. Um, which it kind of starts. I'm sure it looks like it's daylight, and then it's moonlight, and then it's daylight again. Very confusing. Likewise, I read, yeah. I, I read a little bit. Apparently, all of the night things apart from the campfire stuff campfire was actually shot at night but everything else was filmed during the day it makes yeah. sense got you yeah. <laughs> that explains it then oh dear uh, uh they go they go for a swim and um karen the the girl he's trying to that likes yeah. him she's conflicted she's Karen scared who of keeps, him but likes karen who him. keeps saying no yeah yeah, yeah. very regularly mm. Mm-hmm. Um, if only you could not I like you I like everything about you you've got a really nice personality if only you could stop being so rapey then I think we'd get on and but, then uh, it's then getting in the pulls, way of it then he pulls a blind and goes I'll tell you what then um, I'm actually just going to go for a swim for the health and exercise purposes of it I'm just going to go for a naked swim here in this pool you can you can do what you like no no, no pressure at all I can I can take it leave I'm just going for a swim though alright she's alright alright I'll have a then she shouts after him you promise I mean, technically, he doesn't say what he promises. So, you know, maybe in a court of law, he'd weasel out of it. Um, <laughs> Too real. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> I, I just said I promise. I didn't say what I was promising. Um, so she go, she goes out. He um, comes on a bit strong and she reaffirms that no and gets out. And he angrily swims about. Give him a sla- gives him a slap. She gives him a slap. Yeah. I just don't think it makes the most narrative sense for her to have got naked and gone in with him anyway. Like, mm. it's just, it was very, very silly. And it was very hard to watch that whole scene without thinking about the very real life stuff mm. that goes on with Harvey, or went yeah. on with Harvey Weinstein, like the hotel rooms and everything. It all felt very eerily similar to like yeah. allegations that were made. So, yeah. 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 It was very, Creepy. very, like, Creepy. as soon as that name came up and then, like, I, I can't imagine, like, watching this before all these things. Maybe if you'd watched this 20 years ago, you'd have a very different view of it. Mm. Well, I mean, the last time I watched it, I was a lot, lot younger. Like, I would have been a teenager when I watched this. And, like, obviously that was pre all of this happening, the Me Too movement, everything happening. Um, And I'm not saying that I probably didn't look at it and think, oh, God, this is just, like... I feel like these are, like, the worst qualities of horror films sometimes, like, where they lean into this side of just being, like, I don't know... um, schlocky and gross schlocky and exploitative in a way isn't it like yeah uh, and they are the things that don't age 
yeah greatly but you know it's such a a fine like a strange thing though because we were talking about this with piranha last week i think face value incredibly incredibly exploitative and had lots of the same things as this but tonally i know it's made you know this is that's a film made Mm. 20 plus years later but Mm. at the same time like that was done with a genuine poking fun at it i feel um whereas yeah. this and i know it you know different eras entirely but with this one especially knowing the allegations and the things that were then charged and convicted of in court that came out after yeah. this film a personality type that was writing these things down on paper and probably viewed it very differently to the way we have oh, this, this is just how people are probably thinking as they as they wrote it yeah yeah it's uh yeah very very weird um and then i mean i do think that that it's one of the most brutal deaths as well afterwards like what what we're led into um obviously with her exiting the lake and having yeah. to find her clothes and then getting her yeah, throat it's slashed like, it's like she's mm. being punished almost for mm, not yeah. giving him what he wants yeah. almost um, very opposite of another horror film right like opposite of a friday the 13th take like where yeah. people do something like you know they go into exactly. a lake and have sex together and then get yeah it's, it's i mean i do i do think this film overall does kind of flip some conventions i mean we'll get to it but like the ending we don't necessarily have we don't have a final girl in this film um mm. but there's yeah like the ideas of of stuff like the characters who survive aren't all the ones that even die they're not necessarily deserving of it no. If that yeah. makes sense, like morally, they're not. Yeah, some of them are literally just children at camp. Exactly. Wanting, wanting yeah. canoe on, wanting to canoe on this like sick as fuck raft. That they made. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just yeah, very bizarre, very bizarre. And um, yeah, so it's almost like humiliating this bit where she has to get up and sort of like, go after her clothes. Not just humiliating mm. in terms of the film, but also humiliating like looking at thinking how this this scene must have been made as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's not yeah. particularly. Yeah, there's something that in, in bad taste about it. But yeah, so mm. she obviously tracks down her clothes. She thinks that like a prank's been pulled on her or something that someone's come and grabbed her clothes and scattered them around. But it's Cropsy with yeah. his with his shears and big shears. Uh, is it just a throat slash? This one? Yeah. yeah. Off in the dark. Um we see Karen a bit later on towards the very end of the film. Um oh, yeah. but but she's just gone and then we flash to the morning. When Eddie is being woken up, I tell you what, step away from the realism for a moment and ruin our serious talk we were just having. No one sleeping outside is that hard to wake up. <laughs> Absolutely not. Especially unless unless you're unless you've got so drunk that you passed out and then it's a you know it's a different matter. No one who is innocently sleeping at camp. I've been out camping. I've been out camping and slept in a tent. The second the sun creeps over the horizon, it's like, well, I'm awake. like there's no way anyone sleeps in while camping let alone sleeping outside the sun blazing in your eyes but yeah everyone in this one was like snooze sleep sleeping on the cold hard ground best night's (laughs) sleep i've ever had (laughs) uh so yeah can wake him up quiz him they quiz him because Karen's missing. Um, and he's Ooh, like, oh, that rhymes. Then... I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, but he and... can only answer in the form of rhyme. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice for a second. They quiz um, him because Karen's missing. <laughs> they quiz him because Karen's missing. And he's like, oh, I've done anything wrong. Don't accuse me of anything. He's really defensive already. Um, and, but then all the canoes are missing as well, which even though we know isn't what's happened, she hasn't just fucked off with the canoes. That would be an amazing power play, wouldn't it? Mm. <laughs> oh, I do yeah. love how the whole camp just goes. Why would she do this to us? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It. It's it's like, but I hate how long we have to t- take of everybody explaining about how the canoes are missing. Like, <laughs> a good ten minutes of this film is just people talking about missing canoes. Canoes are missing. Yes, the canoes are missing. Like, it feels Bloody like hell. quite a lot of these film. This film, there are two or three characters that are separated and doing something else at any given time. And then everyone else is just and the rest yeah. because everyone else moves around in a little collection like Pikmin, just like just like whittering on about something and like all commenting <laughs> on the all commenting on the thing on the fact that the canoes are missing. Later on, when the the raft is coming back, everyone's gathered there, going, "Cool, it looks like a raft." The raft, you say, "Yes, the raft that left earlier." What's it doing? <laughs> back? Like literally, like the Greek chorus here, just um, just going on. But yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> yeah, and then so they pretty much their plan is to make a raft because they can't walk back because the 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 God woodland's forbid. too dense. It's too dense. <laughs> yeah. it's too de- you ever try to walk through a woodland that's too dense? Impossible, right? But then where that's do they head while they're waiting? They all go Soft in the woods everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> softballs everywhere. Uh, so yeah, they make a, a lovely raft and they make some pretty convincing uh, paddles as well, don't they? The yeah. paddles that at first I was wondering what it was because I thought they were um whether they use like branches and stuff very well, but it looked like dog food to me, like dog bones. And I was like, well, how they got these people? Yeah. You just popped to the you know, pet store and made a waft. How did they, they last so long? Like you just put you put like a branch in there, start doing it for a few times, just disintegrate. But yeah, no. but yeah this pretty- bit um this is the bit but I start enjoying the film a lot more, but it's also a bit that really confuses me, like the logistics of the scene. Yeah. Yes. With me. It's true. Yeah. What were you standing on? Where did you come from? Were you just lying there waiting for? Them? I mean, all they need to do at this point is just kick the frigging boat over, and they're fine. And then just paddle in the other direction because he'd now be burnt and drowning. So- I'm, ass- I'm assuming he is lying in the canoe, right? That's what how long has he been there for? How long like, has he been there for? How sad is that? He's been, he's been, he's been he's looking old. over. It can- <laughs> but what gets me as well is there's like a bit when he stabs the raft doesn't look like the raft at all as well it just looks like a bit of like plywood that's like on a deck somewhere like yeah, it- yeah I, I watched some of the effects being made for this uh, on youtube tom savini yeah. and when when he did some of the some of the effects they like turned the raft on its side and then had heads poking through with fake bodies yeah. so it looked like I definitely saw that bit when eddie's he neck <laughs> eddie's neck yeah <laughs> It's like ET, isn't it? At one point, it's like what's. I will going? say, uh, just while we're on the, um, I will say though, because I didn't know that um, Tom Savini did the effects of this until I saw the effects. Like, there's just such yeah. a Savini student, but also reminds me of uh, Brian Fuller. Um, a, a quick tangent: <laughs> Brian Fuller tweeted that um, seeing Tom Savini in the '80s in magazines made him gay. <laughs> I saw this, yeah. Tom <laughs> I saw Savini this. made me gay, but I also. 
I'm, he didn't make me gay, but he definitely helped me realize some things. And from Dust Till Dawn, when he's that character with like the dick gun, it made me realize <laughs> yeah, a lot of things. The mechanical packer gun. I, re- was, I yeah. met him. I met him at a uh, convention once. With I, I didn't know he was there. I didn't mean to meet him. Uh, we were literally. I was at a special effects table, and he was there. And I just like literally turned to him, and I was like, "Oh shit!" It's you. Um, and I, I had to. St- I had to stop myself from being like, "I think like you're you're really really sexy." <laughs> Your robotic penis <laughs> is one of my favorites. Yeah, he's got. Well, he's got a whip as well, right? I, I, yeah, yeah. I think that's what got Liam involved. To be honest, was the whip. I see. But yeah, but the, yeah, the, 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 the effects, are, effects are gorgeous. They're, they're just yeah. there's such a. You can just tell. So, so apparently, he turned down Friday the Thirteenth Part Two to work on this. Uh, yeah, uh, I think which good, is interesting. I mean, I, I think he had. I don't know if we've maybe watched the same video, but I, I think, I, or I don't know if this was with the release of the Blu-ray, there was a lot of like stuff focused on the effects because I do think it is one of the strongest points of the movie. Yeah. Um, mm. And I think he said at the time, it was like a really big deal for him. Like he got to like do everything. Like there was obviously fire, there was makeup well, effects, masks. They, they um, threw 1.5 million at this film. I think I read. This Jeez, wow. is like 1.5 mil for a, for a wow. little horror film. Like, yeah, I mean, he'd be silly not to jump at the chance yeah. to, to, to do it. And During he directed this... the last scene, the ending of the film, he designed, directed everything because oh, the wow. writer and directors fell out. Yeah. So <laughs> they, we'll see you later. Wow. Well, you can do well that, that explains it then. <laughs> I, I will yeah. say, for, for everything this film has going against it, there's a really beautiful shot after um, Cropsy's like butchered all these children of just that blood trickle. Yeah, like going down that hand and watching yeah. it and watching it go into the like that was good. And then obviously we get that horrible red fade to red effect that happens <laughs> quite a few times in this goddamn film. <laughs> right. Yeah. How do we end this at red? So, red. red. <laughs> so when he when he leaps up at when he leaps up out of the canoe, um a few people just get like dashed into the water. You don't really see yeah. what happens with them, but some of the kilts obviously chops off uh woodstock. Chops off his fingers into little hot dog sections. Mm. That is brutal as well. Like yeah. I like the one where the person gets like the forehead yeah. slash. That was sick. I yeah. love that one. I guess what's good about it is that like it's quite a unique sort of weapon for a killer to have in a slasher movie, isn't it? So there's lots of things that can be done with it. Standard yeah. like standard like slashes, but also like chopping off of bits and things. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, it is brutal. And again, they're just young kids, but Cropsy takes. No prisoners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they you are, mentioned. Yeah, they're oh, poor sorry, you. Yeah, they, they are. He's. They're not ready for him at all. He's put everything else into stealth. So, especially <laughs> with, especially with that sneak attack bonus, he's the kids are no match for him. It's yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I do think that whole scene is especially brutal though. Um, like even seeing mm. the blade, like because obviously it would have been the real blade, like hitting the wood and like bits of wood chipping off. Mm. Like, but then when you see the fake blade, like interacting with them you're like, shit, that's really going to hurt. That's going to be really painful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was quite, it was quite visceral. I think the raft scene, I think, is like maybe what it's known for. I mean, it's the whole poster, yeah. isn't it? That silhouette of Cropsy against the sun with the shears and, and everything. It's, mm. it's it's pretty iconic. I will I will say that. I, I do like it's that. It's effective, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we go back to the uh, the rest of everybody who's not there. <laughs> the chorus uh, on the shoreline. <laughs> the chorus <laughs> on the shoreline. Is this the scene where like interacting that's... as a herd the whole time? 
I feel like harmony act- should have been a thing. Like they should have been like, is this a raft? Raft. <laughs> <They're> just- <laughs> but but oh. is it? Be- so I think before that happens, we get another sort of coercive sexual encounter with Glazer this time with his non-lubricated condoms. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming he still took he took them from uh, from Dave. Yeah, he's also um, going to pay for him. Yeah. So yeah, he's being he's again being very pushy. Um, and but him and Sally. I guess is that <laughs> the first is it the first time for both of them? I don't know, but this is where Sally becomes an icon. This scene. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we get like quite a vocal sex scene. Like it's quite because uh, I just, I literally I paused it to go do something and then and then when I came back I, I like unpaused the film and it was pure just like moaning. Um but I just love when she's like, that's all, that's it. <laughs> I was like yeah, after all that, you're being ever so pushy, and then that's all you can give me. So uh, it'll, be ever, it'll, be, it'll be ever so good, I promise. Because oh, ever so good. Oh, okay. Oh, then. Go on, then. Go on, then. Here on the Wikipedia plot description, it's got a link to an uh, article about premature ejaculation. So, uh, <laughs> if you've watched this movie and you were affected by any of the scenes in it, uh, there we go. You can find something. Unfortunately, um, all of his spinach, spinach is supposed to holistically be a holistic treatment for for ED. So Jesus Christ, Popeye and Olive are going all night. <laughs> if that's the case, he's he stored it all in his arms. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely vile. <laughs> <laughs> Never looking at that cartoon ever again. No, in the same way. Uh, Why is so it like- squinting? And despite being a muscle man, he's not um he's not got the same qualities as Popeye as old um no. as old Glazier. He's a two pump chump, is what she is what Sally's <laughs> Sally's so such it, an icon. Oh my god. And he's like, Oh, to make up for it, I'll go get some matches to make a campfire. You'd enjoy that, oh, wouldn't you? Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, wow, <laughs> great. Can't she's, wait. She's she's only disappointed for a little bit though. She's like, Maybe you can have another crack at it if you want. <laughs> Laser. I'll draw He's you like, Do you mean it? Do you mean it? Do you mean it? You'll stay. <laughs> He's the least secure muscle man. He wow. really is. The tiny man syndrome. Oh dear. And again, Cropsy like goes for the goes for the woman first. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Step steps out. This is quite this is quite effective, I think, because he steps out and, like stands over her, and we get a shot like between his between his legs, where it's like her looking up at him. Um, mm. I think yeah, we saw that he... a lot in the eighties, didn't we? Like it makes me think of like. Slumber Party Massacre and Driller Killer mm. and all those sorts of things. Mm. It's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> That's off cool. a woman again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she gets the shears in the chest. Is it the chest? Uh, yes. I think You're so. Sort of he, like he, he snips, snips a bit, doesn't he? She's holding and... Yeah. 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 It's, 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 I don't know, something about, something about it as a weapon feels much more brutal than like a yeah. knife or a machete or something. There's something almost like quite, yeah. that sounds weird to describe it like this, quite personal about getting right in there and sort of like chopping someone to death with a knife. Yeah. It's like one, almost like one and yeah. done or like. Well, the thing is, that, is, it's versatile. Oh. You can just stab someone or if it's open, there's the added risk that if you hold it, you'll put your hands, but then it can also be closed and cut your hands yeah. open. And For you, we're going to have yeah. to have a garden implement uh, murder weapon. What would you all choose? Oh, I'd be oh. a hoe. <laughs> oh no no sorry you asked what <laughs> no i'd um i'd be i'd choose a rake but purely for if did any, i don't know if anybody watched eastenders it's not the crowd that we're going for but there was an episode <laughs> of eastenders where 
this lady fell on a, was pushed onto a rake. Oh. Like, and it was in her throat. And then she like, the noise effect that they used was brilliant. It was like an apple. Senders. Yeah, this on EastEnders on primetime TV. It sounds um, a bit savage. For like, yeah, so I'd use a rake, but also a rake would be really good. Um, you just get multiple people with it. And like, yeah. and, it, and plus if you don't like, if you don't get them, you like you can get it. You could keep hair. your distance as well. But yeah, you could get your distance, but you could get the hair and like drag them back. With drag them back, or if like towards the end, you as the killer are on the run, you could go around a corner and put it on the floor. Oh, incredible! Rake, that's going to be hard to top. Yeah, but what about people, you guys? People what have you, said. Gonna... People have said that before. <laughs> <laughs> Liam is newly single, by the way. <laughs> wow. I see. Well, um, like uh, I don't know, maybe like uh, secateurs are pretty. Is that how you say it? They're pretty uh, brutal, aren't they? Oh, I'm always with the dual wield secateurs. Yeah, dual wield. Uh, I'm not a garden person, but are they? What? Just like little, little, like little shears, yeah. like mini oh, okay. little handheld little, shears, little, yeah. little crab hands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could. Yeah. Could have a whole thing going on with that. Yeah. They called him Secretary Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that sounds no. very menacing, to be honest. Not very good. What, no. what are you saying, Andy? Um, Hosepipe. Hosepipe would be good. You could strangle people. You could drown them. Mm. You, mean, oh, you, you could put it on. The, you could put it on that setting that really hurts. Just, yeah. just be a dick. Oh yeah. Well. Like... <laughs> Just get pressure a jet washer. washer. Yeah, the I was going to say, oh, pressure washer. Jet washer. Yeah. You'd have to be near a water, you'd have to be near a water and power supply. Uh, yeah. but apart from I mean, that. a little bit restricting, but I reckon you could lose an eye if you aimed that at someone's eye. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Someone in the eyes. Um, I think if I didn't have access to utilities, then spade, probably. Mm. Bash them with the flat. If especially you've got one of those serrated ones for getting through roots. Oh. And then you then you can bury them afterwards. Like it's perfect. Yeah, Hide yeah, the body. Ideal. You um, heard it here perfect. first. Great answers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. Uh, yeah, and then Gla- Glazer comes back with his matches, and this is when Cropsy, superhuman strength as well. Cropsy lifts up Glazer with the. Uh, this is quite a good effect because the um, the shears like go through him, and then mm. he like jams him into the tree. Uh, yeah, um, take that. Like it's um. You know, he's also got superhuman hiding. Because what was he? Where was he hiding? Like, oh my god, he's incredible! Yeah, in the sleeping bag with her dead body. It literally reminds me, like when I was watching it, really reminded me of like the Friday the Thirteenth video game. Like all the things you can do as Jason. Like, oh god, he's he's stealthing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just appear. Just like, yeah, he's he's hiding in absolutely nothing it's only when he like pulls out the sleeping bags that he's there the ready thing to is that i bet what he does is he lays down and stays super still and they're just like oh that's a big mac on the floor i'm just gonna, gonna walk past that <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's strange this big mac yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. not near a mcdonald's what's that doing here? <laughs> he just keeps gets g- everywhere just keeps a gherkin in his pocket and he's like <laughs> Big <laughs> he puts it on his one milky eye. It's just, <laughs> and then he's completely 
blends in. Bearing in mind, this is already a film where it was earlier as a throwaway bit where Todd has done a great impression of a Metal Gear Solid guard. He was like, looks in like a cabin, like an empty cabin. He's like, what was that noise? And he's like, oh, wait, what was that? You think that's what Cropsy's got? He's got the, the sort of a 100% uh, version of the camouflage on. I'm staying completely still at that. Yeah, uh, staying completely still. Got his Solaton radar so they can see what the line of sight everyone has. And perfect. Um, yeah, he. Um, poor so old, Todd, Todd witnesses these. Witnesses Alfred the deaf. The only Alfred. person. What did I say? Yeah, Todd. The oh, only person Alfred, yeah. more stealthy than than Cropsy is is, <laughs> is is Alfred, who in the shot, as you see Glazer coming back to his like little love nest he's made in the woods, you see in shot Alfred like. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't, isn't he like isn't he visibly pleased when he yeah he, look, he looks like he's taken up yeah he's yeah, like when he, enjoying this yeah when he busts his when he when he blows his beans early he's like ah, wow you know blows his beans absolutely pathetic oh my god you waste. didn't eat your spinach yeah <laughs> <laughs> well he, he's eating spinach at the exact moment uh, so yeah he goes and tells Todd but Todd is just like Alfred you're an absolute drama queen for god's sake this has got to stop um but then what happens is cropsy like pretty much immediately yeah they walk along todd then gets stealthed by cropsy yeah he and... somehow gets knocked out by a blade yeah. which i didn't understand he has a small mm. nick to the temple but then he's like no i'm asleep now uh <laughs> but it would have um this comes up quite a bit then. It would have, it would have come sharp, wouldn't it? You'd be like, oh, you get surprised. <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't just be like, okay, bye. <laughs> I guess it gets surprised because um, Alfred gets to shout Todd, so he probably looked around and then got bashed. Just a bit of whiplash. Um, yeah. But um, Cropsy, uh, despite the fact, um, spoilers for the end, I guess. Crop, like Todd is his actual enemy, but he decides to chase Alfred anyway, leaving Todd to just be slightly injured <laughs> i don't think yeah. obviously these kids are the worst we've established but they they've not really done anything directly to cropsy other than like be in the vicinity mm. of his ca- old camp with the exception like, of todd yeah like yeah. todd is the guy like just get rid of todd and then maybe it's just done. like guilty guilty by association anybody yeah. who's yeah. been near in the vicinity of todd needs to die okay <laughs> and lee wants to he wants to save todd to the end you touch Todd. Snip, snip. I saw you touch Todd. That's it. You're getting, you're getting chopped. Um, uh, and then, yeah, and there's a, it's just like a weird kind of like Chasey Heidi sequence, isn't it? Now with Alfred. Really long right. one with him. Like, yeah. It goes on forever. Alfred's mm. hanging around a castle and there's a copper mine and all these sets that have up until this point not been used. It's like a Resident Evil game where there's a lab all of a sudden. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's very odd. I didn't know whether yeah. or not the crumbled like ruins were supposed to be indicative of like the old camp in some way, but then yeah. it suddenly went into a coal mine, and then I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay, we're not we're not anywhere related." This is all just a random. coal mine. Has, have Crops you ever had a favorite mine? set? <laughs> have you ever had a mine cart a mine cart creep up on you? Because that's exactly what happens. <laughs> just slowly <laughs> rolling towards them. Oh shit. And then in the next shot, it's at the top of the hill again. <laughs> it's just like, okay, cool. Continuity what? <laughs> now, just before that Very happens, odd. though, I think they find the mutilated bodies on the raft. Yeah. Um, like Michelle swims out to them. Um, yeah. And this is when they're all on the shore just being annoying. But I think Dave mm. even says, 
oh, what do you think's on the raft? And he's like, well, I'm not in the water looking. What are you on? <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> he's really point. good. I, I like him in this. Like, he's yeah. my favourite character because like, I love how he still talks like a man in his like, a middle-aged <laughs> man sign called when he's a teenager. He's like, Absolutely. hey, guys. Um, um, but he, Michelle swims out. She sees that there's bodies over there. Todd gets to the top of a cliff at some point. He goes, wash out bloody cropsies about. And, <laughs> and she didn't, they, they just think it's a joke, don't they? They'd think, oh no, we'll come back, pretending to be dead on the raft. What a great <laughs> joke. <laughs> Still be angry because they fucked off a day ago. If they've yeah. just floated a river and gone, oh, they're going to be mad that we haven't gone back. Should we just pretend to be dead? Um, <laughs> but they are all dead. Um, <laughs> but they then, are all dead. They've taken so it one step too far. All the other kids, so Dave, Tiger. <laughs> All your other favourites that aren't that aren't dead. Yeah. All the other named ones like Eddie and Fish got got already in Woodstock. So yeah. Tiger Wood, and Dave. Woodstock is in the like in the water somehow, and like bobs back up and he has oh, his yeah. jaws moment, doesn't he? Where he's just yeah. like yeah, look at that. <laughs> scientific yeah, phenomenon yeah. Where, where dead bodies are attracted to living swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way that he yeah. awkwardly just sinks out of shot as well. <laughs> like, <laughs> he bobs off and he's like, okay, bye. Yeah, now I resign myself to death. Yeah. Um, so they've done that. The others all get on the raft and start rafting away, soon wishing they were dead. Good, oh, I'm sick of paddling. <laughs> yeah. The threat of a murder after you all is not enough to keep you paddling. Then he says, Oh, don't complain. Oh, physical exercise. Oh, just kill me off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same. But yeah. they, they, get back, they get back to camp. It must only be 10 minutes away because the, the chase with Alfred is still going on while they've rowed all the way back. The other counsellor, who I guess has just sat in an empty camp on his own while they've all been away, is like, what are you doing? She goes, where's the outboard? Where's the outboard boat? And he's like, she doesn't open with, call the police as a cropsy. That's <laughs> yeah, a cropsy. Again, <laughs> concerned about his canoes. So then yeah. we have another oh prolonged conversation about canoes. canoes. Yeah. Well, where are my canoes? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the first thing he says, even though you can clearly see that everyone's distressed, covered in blood. Looking yeah. like shit. What's a bloody canoe? <laughs> Where's my canoes? Well, they got they got lost. All of them. Well, one of them was. Which one? Do you reckon Green the one? director just wanted to brag that they managed to get some canoes? Look at the budget we've got. We've got canoes. We've we've got got canoes. These canoes. That's quite a lot Big of canoes. Isn't it? Friday the thirteenth only had one canoe at the end. <laughs> we've got back several. In, <laughs> back in back in the eighties, canoe was like jet ski. There was just a brand that is then synonymous <laughs> with the entire boat. So maybe it's only you can only call them. it canoe if it comes from the canoe region. Of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's just a high sided kayak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe that's part sake. of the pro- product placement but you've got to say canoe eight times or more in this film <laughs> otherwise you're not having them um, so they eventually go and then nice of the police to share their travel plans with them because we cut to Michelle and the main councillor going along so can't this boat go any faster and said well maybe the police was there and they said they were going by helicopter nice <laughs> 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 where's the scene with that police hello police yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. And that, no. also that, that boat was one of the loudest things I've ever heard in my life. It really <laughs> shit me up. I go, I 
didn't jump at once on this film until I heard that boat motor. That, it does cut to it straight away. And it's, and it's it? like, it's only a small motor. And she went, fine, they're coming by helicopter anyway. And she was like, almost kind of just being like, oh, look at you with your tiny boat. It absolutely made me howl when he's like, it's only got a small motor, Michelle. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a perfectly, perfectly good point as well. <laughs> also, good of the police to say, all right, you get on and get there in the boat. We'll meet you there. They still yeah. beat him there. I reckon the police were like, well, I am on my... I was about to start my break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I've got to eat this Ginsters before I leave. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> or, or they were just like, had a five-minute conversation about the helicopter before they got into the do helicopter. Know, do you know why they were late? They found several canoes further down, <laughs> down, the, down the river. Yeah. They were like, oh my God. <laughs> these canoes, guys. <laughs> these fetch a pretty penny. Gather these up. <laughs> I want to be looking for these. Oh my god, it's a real canoe. <laughs> um, meanwhile, in completely breaking with his MO, um, Cropsey eventually corners um, Alfred and just aggressively shushes him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shushed around the arm. Also, do you know when they spot is Karen's body here, right? Yeah, this is it when just looks so... like a, it looks like a still of yeah. how she died from previous. <laughs> It's really She's strange. Like... It's like... <laughs> and it only distracts him enough to be almost hit by a minecart. He does, he's able to... He's able he to hears it right at the last second. That that was a... What, what they called in... What they called in games when you got to press X right at the last Q, minute. Yeah, QTE. Oh, quick time QTE. event. Quick, yeah. quick time event, yeah. That was that. It started rolling down. You went, press X. Oh, shit, I, even, I didn't even have the controller behind. <laughs> X. Yeah. I thought it was a cutscene. <laughs> I put the controller on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I was having a sip of my drink. Um, <laughs> he, he does. He does escape though. At which point, Cropsey has gone into boss mode, and it's like, yeah, you know, these shears are the whole time. Well, basically, that wasn't even my final form. Got a flamethrower now. Which makes zero so zero fun. sense. You know, <laughs> if you've been burned alive horrifically, I don't feel yeah. like your weapon would then be a portable flamethrower. No. <laughs> Unless, like you know, he wants to inflict. I could understand him wanting to inflict the burning on he's, on the oh, toddster. He's, he's reclaiming it. He's taking it back. That's yeah. I'm just wondering doing. where he got it in the time that he was like killing the sex worker to the camp. Where he was in just... New York, wasn't he? You can get get anything. Oh yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> <laughs> murdered a sex worker. Now where can I get a flamethrower? Or oh, maybe she had one for her gardening. <laughs> business oh it's a weed burner That's it. she's getting rid of foliage yeah. and it's, at the end and of the job wasps nests and um yeah. and weeds yeah circle yeah i'm gonna use this Either that but he, again, loses, he loses all, all his, his points he's put all of his points having done enough kills he's, <laughs> he's maxed out that skill <laughs> tree he's not a flame yeah. now. but he loses all his sneak ability because you can just see exactly yeah. where he is now until he it switches is... it off and then he vanishes yeah. again <laughs> he's weird. so so weird and he so does weird. he 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 encroaches on Todd, who's a bit dazed from the minecart incident. He encroaches on him long enough to trigger a flashback to confirm that it was Todd that burned him, hmm. <laughs> and then turn, and then yeah. and then turns it off and disappears. And he does. I will. I will say the image of him like walking through like the planks of wood and seeing like mm. a glimpse of his face and the fire. I thought was mm. like mega. That was like, pretty I, sick. Yeah. I mean, it, I, again, it's a credit to Savini, I suppose. Like. Because this is, we don't really get much of a look at Cropsey, do we, until like this ending. Mm. And then it's like mm. in your face, which is worth it. Like, I think it's a great yeah. reveal. 
But it is a good yeah, reveal, yeah. Odd, odd, odd choice. I, I felt like the whole ending was very disjointed. So hearing of that, there was maybe some problems behind the scenes. Yeah, makes sense. It, it, it might have just cut at that point, and then you just get this end <laughs> scene by a completely different thing because Cropsey turns the flamethrower back on. Um, he's put a few points into dodge as well because he can. <laughs> he does like matrix level dodging. Todd's got an axe now from somewhere. And he's swinging yeah. it at Cropsey's head and he's dodging it. He's all over the place. He's going to, he's sort of alien isolationing it. He's just shooting the flamethrower <laughs> a bit and scoop dodge. Um, and then his downfall is meek and mild hero of the piece, big old incel Alfred pops up with a pair of shears. Meek and mild peeping Tom Alfred. Yeah. And he stabs um, him, stabs him in the back. Uh, and then, then the he final... just kind of goes, doesn't he? He just goes down. He goes like... down, lets them escape, and then as the police helicopter is driving, he pops back up again, and they double team him, flamethrower <laughs> and axe together at last. Mm. I mean, the axe to the face was pretty, pretty yeah, special. Yeah, that was, I that enjoyed was sick, that, yeah. Yeah. and I did like the image of him just burning, burning away. They're Tom Savini's legs, apparently. But I don't mean to bring up the. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't mean to bring up the. The film of the moment again, Freddy versus Jason, but it really reminded me of that. You know, Freddy versus Jason, when they're like, Freddy's scared of fire and Jason's scared of water. And it's how do like, we use that? How do we use it? How do we use that? How do we use the flamethrower against him? How do we do it? Yeah. Sorry, that was, I had to get that thought out of my head. Listen, Kelly, like neither of, neither Freddy or Jason was killed by negging. And yet here you, and, and, and yet here you are. <laughs> Yeah, poor oh. Cropsy, poor Cropsy gets it. Um, and we get to the God, we see him burn for a good Yeah. It's good like a while. definitive death, though, isn't it? Because it's, yeah. obviously there's yeah. not been not been a sequel. That's right. But is it, it's not, but is it but is it really a definitive death then? I was gonna say, yeah. Oh yeah, because they say okay, because oh. okay. it's all yeah. just a story. <laughs> and they um, never found the body. The curtain, the curtain comes back, and then much like when the Todster was reading the story earlier on, a completely different summer camp boy does the same thing. You know what? Hokey as it was, I quite like this. I quite like yeah. that it was a story that was like, I did, yeah. Body. And every year there might be a cropsy, and he comes to your camp. Cropsy or a flopsy or a bopsy yeah. might come and get you. <laughs> they never find the body. It's down there with an axe in its face. It's burning down there. And they never find the body. The police were like, right. It's the, yeah, it's are... the police report. Like, they just couldn't be asked to go in. Like, yeah, we never found a body. Like, you haven't even got in yet. It's like, no. Nah, just... Where's the body? Down in that mine. Oh, I, got, I have not got the right sh- footwear for this. Crocs. I've Crocs. got Crocs on. Smoke, the smoke coming out of there. Like, oh, the smell disgusting. of burning flesh. Yeah. Right, everyone. I'll give you. I'll give you a choice. We've got. We've got to knock off. We've got to knock off in a few minutes. We can either go and confirm that he's dead and find the body, or we can gather the canoes back up. Oh. <laughs> canoes. <laughs> got <me the> canoes. <laughs> and that's that for Cropsy. He's done. Uh, okay. Oh, next. Next. Next up is name game. No Luke Condor with a K. So we've got to take the reins. Uh, have you got any, Andy? I've got a couple for you, yeah. you got a couple? Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can run one okay. for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, do, you, do you guys know how name game works? I might need you to run out for it once more. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so, ba- so basically, we'll describe a film which is very similar to The Burning, the title of which 
will sound like the burning. A little bit like it, a bit of a rhyming game. Yeah. A, little of, a little bit of wordplay, just to finish off the so, Just based on, based on the brief description of the film, try and work out what the, the movie is actually called. You know, are we area. working to uh, are we working together on this? Or yeah, is this can, like an I mean, individual? Oh, it can be it can be this is how we'll decide. All right, competitive. Yeah, head to head. I wanted your help, Liam. Be on my own. Head to head. It's gotta be. This is how the best okay. Liam has decided. Yeah. So um in a in a prank gone wrong, a man called Cropsy um is left with a really rubbery face, which he uses to win competitions for you know, sticking his tongue out and going. <laughs> I know what this is because this is exactly what I've written down. We really need to cross. Uh, gurning, the gurning. The gurning, correct. I get how this works now. Yeah, there we go. I was trying uh, to think of like a real film. Yeah, yeah. My, my clue for the gurning was a summer camp where everybody pops a pill or two and joins Cropsy for a raid in the mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got, Andy, I've only got one, I've only got one now. Any you, go, you, go, you go your other one, Ben, before I go to anything else. Okay. Uh, Glazer and this isn't even a description of the film, just one particular scene. Uh, when Glazer and Sally were getting it on in the woodland on, <laughs> on the ground, uh, Glazer spots Alfred and decides he'd rather prematurely ejaculate with him instead. The yearning? No. no. Shit. The sperming. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that is good as well. But let's just try, try and concentrate on the fact that he was with Sally, but then he spotted Alfred and decided to go for Alfred instead. The turning? Correct. Yes. Oh, very good. Oh, I get you. I get turned, you. Yeah, turned yeah. gay. I'm there. That was a gay joke, really. He's turned, <laughs> he's turned, he's turned gay. That's it. Uh, but the yearning and the sperming, I think, were equally as good. So feel free to. Give yourself half a point for both of those. Half point eight. It's on for you again. Um, so, after a prank has gone wrong, um, young campers over at Dairy Camp are shocked when a disfigured man. The churning. Turn- That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nail. Dairy Camp. Can I go to Dairy Camp, please? Yeah. I want to go to Dairy Camp so badly. <laughs> the churning, correct. <laughs> um, next up, um, <laughs> a, a, after a, after a prank goes wrong, young campers are distressed when loads of like plants from the olden days, what dinosaurs used to eat, encroach upon them and the ferning. The ferning, correct. <laughs> What a, what a description! I love it. Um, I'm getting warm now. And then, and then finally, um, when a prank goes wrong, years later, lots of um, prosperous uh, and promising science students the in the learning. future, not quite. They, they, uh, they, the learning they find that they what are placed in peril when they go on camp to the European Organization for Nuclear Research. The... Oh, Jesus. Did you say... Did, Liam, did you say the learning? I said the learning. The learning's very oh. good, but they're not I didn't, learning. I didn't, I didn't hear you say the learning, because I jumped in <laughs> with... The, the learning! <laughs> the learning! <laughs> the learning, mate. They went to where? So they went to the, a nuclear place. The European Organization for Nuclear Research, but when you put that into... French. What they're doing is they're messing with a mass hadron collider. What are they doing? Oh, um, oh, bollocks. Um, science. Um, is it? Is it turning? 
That's right. It's the cerning. Oh, cerning, yeah. He's Hadron Clydenum. His old Cropsy this time. He's inventive, that Cropsy. I really would like seeing someone to be killed via butter churn. I really would. The churning is my personal favourite, yeah. To be fair, infinite number of universes. Now we know that Cropsy exists as an urban legend concept. All of these films could be made. Just a different story each time where Cropsy... The multiverse of Cropsy. He's at it again. It there has to rhyme with the burning, though. Sometimes he's yearning, sometimes he's cerning, sometimes Sir... he's yearning. <laughs> all, all, all we've got to do now, all we've got to do now, is rate the film from A to F. That's how our rating system works. So we'll let you guys go first, Liam's. How you feeling? What are you saying? Oh, mm. I'll give it Sometimes... a big old D. A big old day. Okay. Big old day. I it's not I like I didn't I didn't have a terrible time with it. Like I, I actually had a lot of fun watching this. And obviously like the effects the mm. effects were great. Um I audibly laughed at certain points, not intentionally. Like it wasn't the film trying to make me laugh. So <laughs> like I had some moments that like really made me chuckle. And so yeah, um it's not as high as I'd want it to be, but because on paper, like a nice little serial slasher from the 80s set at summer camp is like right up my street. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, I feel like I couldn't look past the context of it all, like a modern day context mm-hmm. of it all. So yeah, it would have just been big old day mm-hmm. for me. I um, I think I'm going to jump in just slightly higher. I'm going to go for a C, but it will be a low one. Um, just because I enjoyed the, the music. I enjoyed the special mm-hmm. effects. Um, I did think some of the kills were quite creative. Um, and yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, I did jump a couple of times even watching this. You know, the bit where he does say he looks like a Big Mac and then that roasted hand jumps out. Like, Oh, yeah. That got me. Give me, your, give me your supervisor. You can't <laughs> say that to me. <laughs> yeah, when he goes full Karen and asks for the manager. <laughs> I'm a uh, patient yeah. at this hospital. I do not deserve this treatment. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think inadvertently it was a lot funnier than it it may be meant to be because i think it is actually quite a serious film but mm. it's just very stupid um, so yeah see andy um i'm again? i was about to say i'm going to join liam on this one but i'll have to be more specific than that um i'm going to join liam banks here on a c as well i think again talking about this film, i always come away and i think i'm going to go a little bit lower than mm. that and then we sit here for a couple of hours and talk about them and have a lovely laugh and then I, it mm. it enkindles a fondness for me for the film from having talked about it with good friends and having a lovely hangout about it so now Cropsy is very silly and most people in it are quite rapey and horrid but um, <laughs> but there was some fun to have, to have here it's no sleepaway camp not by a million miles a um, star yeah <laughs> Um, but taking it to the film I think it really recovered it with the the urban legend element at the end and now I know it's that there's a real legend behind it as well I kind of like it even more and they're right there are some practical kills there that are fun script wise and everything like that it doesn't like it's not tongue in cheek and funny enough to get away with some of its grubby elements so it's only a C but there's some creative and fun stuff to be had here, so it'll not, it probably won't make it onto a very regular rotation of slashes that I revisit all the time, 
but it mm. is one I'm glad I've seen. So a C from me. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll go for like maybe a C, C minus probably just to hammer that home because I did enjoy it. Um, and it's nice. It's quite a unique sort of film, you know, sort of a standalone slasher with no sort of no no sequels or anything like that. And the, the effects are good, as you mentioned. The music's good. Um, and it is effective. The fact that there's no real like killer reveal. I know, of course, the same thing happens on Friday the Thirteenth. But the fact that you don't see the killer, you know, in 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 his final form until right at the end, and the way it was revealed was good. I just thought there was a bit of a slog, maybe just at the start of the third act, where it's kind of lost a bit of momentum. But that canoe sequence with all the with the fingers getting lopped off and everything was uh, pretty brutal and effective. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I go for a C minus. I'll probably watch it watch it again at some point yeah i'd like to get drunk and watch it i think again we met we've mentioned this on the podcast before there are films that are really good to watch with other people that aren't particularly good to watch you know on your own but as soon as you have other people and if you add alcohol to the mix as well you know Mm -hmm. this would be this would be good like this would be a great film to watch with other people it really would. yeah a party movie uh (laughs) and you could dress as proxy for halloween Just smear, you can, smear just come as, yeah, just Big Mac sauce and <laughs> gherkins, just a McDonald's guys. <laughs> oh, this is the Freddy versus Jason of that we really need. Cropsy versus the Hamburglar. Who's gonna win? <laughs> That's it. Who is gonna win? Okay, uh, there we go. Then that is the burning. So thanks so much to Liam Banks and Liam James. Uh, thanks for joining us. Where can we follow you on social media? I guess give us the Dare Queer podcast socials, but also your personal ones if you're happy with listeners accessing those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The other Liam is very happy for that. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, thank you for having us uh, first off. Um, but uh, if you do want to jump over to our stuff, it's at Dare Queer podcast on Instagram and at Dare Queer on in um, on twitter um all of our personal socials are like in the bios of all of that so um it's probably easier to find stuff there there is a link tree as well in our bios which and yeah if you are everything. if you are within 25k of me i will see you on grinder um <laughs> so i'll see you on there um, but also wow. if if anyone's listening and has some like messed up like hookup stories um, please send them our way. You can even like email them so they're anonymous at like theirqueerpodcast at outlook.com. But I really like to read them. I get some kind of like sick depravity yeah. out of them. But it's also great, like... great reading them out as well and getting to share I love, those with I love people. listening to them. Every every episode, I, I somehow feel like you're not going to be able to top what I've I've heard before, but somehow you do it. The the level of again, it has been happened. said. It has been said. <laughs> the things that I'm quite, to people I'm out quite there. versatile, like that. So <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I will. That's, that's us. <laughs> thanks very much, guys. I will also mention we've been discussing. So we do regular quiz episodes, isn't that right, Andy? Where Andy is the quiz master, um, and we were discussing potentially finding some. Uh, potentially a pair of of guys or girls that we can face in a quiz off, a horror quiz off. Potentially a summer themed one. Is that what we're talking about, Andy? Is that I think, potentially? I think it is uh, summer themed? Well, I'm 
Depends on how many questions yeah. after. I've, and I'm and I am, you guys asking us out? Is that yeah. Says, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> no, this is, I'm, I'm not sure if he's going to zig or zag here because he could have an excellent bonus. Do you know anyone? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be fan. really gutted if at the end of this he's like, so we're not going to ask you two. <laughs> I I love quizzes so much. Uh, We've done how many quizzes have we done so far, Andy? Like four, four, five. Always a good time. So feel free to go and check those episodes out. um, Previous episodes we've done. What I'm trying to say is, I do like I do make a habit of challenging people uh, at the end of of episodes live on pod. So this is me. I'm putting out there. I'm challenging you to a horror hangout versus their queer podcast. Horror quiz with Andy's challenge accepted. Perfect challenge accepted. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll, and I'll put it out there, guys, just to make sure we're on the public record. This isn't running a government. There's far more. Um, there's far more ethics behind it than this. Even though I podcast with Luke and Ben, I don't let them know the questions. I enjoy seeing them suffer as much as anyone else. So, um, wow, sounds good. We'll uh, we'll get something in the diary then. Let's do it. I'm uh, excited. Awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, Thanks so much Perfect. for listening. Uh, ne- next week, next week we're doing teeth, which you've already mentioned. Yeah. So that will be time jam. great yeah, film. That, that'll be an experience. Good, uh, good times all around. Yeah, it's quite. A, it's uh, a good date movie, I think. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Great. Date. I think all the characters in this film should have watched teeth before yeah. <laughs> they went to summer yes. camp. <laughs> or it would have been a Then watch this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe, so, that's, maybe uh, that's why he got a rough condom to make sure he was protected. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no lube. Uh, so thanks very much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Thanks to Taj Easton for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Please consider giving us a rating or review or head over to the Facebook group Horror Hangout Board of Advisors to interact with us more. Thanks so much to Andy uh, and both Liams for being right horror dudes. Oh, Thank I like you. that. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Nice as well. Putting the effort in. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. to try. Yeah. See you later, everybody. Bye. 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 Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.